0: I may have to stop the show to pee, but uh... do
1: you want to just go now?
0: No, no, it's fine. It'll give a sense of urgency to the show mm-hmm. if I have to pee through the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's a real uh, Hitchcockian.
0: <laughs> Is that a penis joke based no, on no, pee? No, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. You
1: heard about the Hitchcock movie about the guy who had to poop, huh? You know what it's called? The turds. Ah, good fun. We all uh, <laughs> we all oh. we all have a good time. I've been on vacation for a while. Hmm, it's good hot chocolate. <laughs> Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. Uh, it is episode 314, and I'm Ian Boothby.
0: And I'm David Dedrick. And
1: hey, Dave. What's <laughs> what's what's been happening in this city for the last two weeks? I've been away. Fill me in.
0: Well, you missed the volcano eruption. But it okay. uh, was pretty exciting. Well, that... they
1: couldn't they couldn't find a virgin.
0: <laughs> they could not. You know it's Vancouver. Yeah. There, there are none available. It's a it's a movie town. Mm-hmm. Uh and so the volcano, you missed the volcano. All right. Much ash and mucho lava. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I
1: would eat at a place called mucho lava. <laughs> mucho lava. That sounds like it would be uh, very tasty. Well,
0: I felt like lava was a Spanish word, and I, I kind of blew it by not saying mucha lava. Just getting, giving the uh, proper... Uh, Do you know
1: what band I used hmm? to like? Lava Hay. Yeah? Yeah, I used to like them. And they would open for other bands that I would see sometimes. They were, they were go, a loc-
0: local band, right? I I
1: think they might have been, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. But they would yeah. like uh, often open for it. And i go, oh, they're good. And I'd never bought any of their albums at the end.
0: Because <laughs> you didn't know where to get them.
1: Right. Thought, let me oh, let me, right me throw a recommendation out right now oh, for an for album. Oh, sure, go ahead. We... Uh, uh, but because I'm not a music guy, yeah. I'm going to throw out a comedy album recommendation. Oh. Now, here's what it is. Uh, okay. There's a very funny Vancouver comedian called Ivan Decker. Yes. And if I he was, was,
0: if people remember when we did our, our little pod mash between two other shows, Science Us, yeah, and uh, and, uh, Le- days and, and Days and Convicted,
1: Days and Convicted, that's right,
0: and uh, but Science Us featured uh, Ivan Decker was one of the uh, the co-hosts, of right?
1: Now Ivan uh, was just on Conan O'Brien this week. And, uh, well, and
0: and yeah, he Obi really promoted Podmash.
1: And uh, yeah, he, he sure did. Uh, and he really killed it. He was great. And uh, he's got a comedy album that I've been listening to. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. There was someone else's comedy album who I was told to listen to. So I was listening to that comedy album. Did yeah. not care for it. Oh. Felt a little bit like, oh, that's a drag. Then I went, hey, I wonder if Ivan's got a comedy album. By God, he did have a comedy album, and by God, it was a very good one. So let me look up the name of it. I wanted to be a dinosaur. Ivan Decker
0: just I, good. I wanted to be a dinosaur I
1: wanted to be a dinosaur Oh, I wanted to be a dinosaur and it's a picture of him looking at some dinosaurs on the uh on the cover <laughs> I would recommend I know you're going like I'm not going to spend money uh downloading that well go to your Spotify yeah. it's on there I, I wanted to be a dinosaur Ivan Decker and you're going to have a, a a good good hearty laugh because he's one of the best comics uh definitely in the city and I just think period and uh, seeing him on the Conan O'Brien show
0: Yeah, did really really well. I'll check out the YouTube clip that I'm sure will uh, soon be appearing, Mm -hmm. if not already there.
1: It's interesting. A new
0: Uh, listener should check it out as well.
1: And you should listen to our uh, old Podmash episode and go like, oh, remember when?
0: (laughs) Remember when? Remember
1: when uh, that guy, uh, before he was on Conan, (laughs) was on our show? Yeah, we broke him. That's right. To the public. To. And introducing. Yeah. Yeah, Colin Mockery. We introduced him to the public. No one knew who he was before <laughs> no he was on this the show. Middle. Boom, he's, right there.
0: That's He's one of the few guests where I've told... Oh, that's not very nice. I'm not going to say that, sorry. Forget what I was going to say.
1: Where you've told friends about it and they were impressed and said I might actually listen to the show? <laughs> is, that, is that basically it? <laughs> I was going to say,
0: and then I realized what a kick in the face for all our other guests.
1: Look. We know the famoses, yeah, okay. okay. We
0: know the famoses,
1: <laughs> yeah. but we, you know, whatever does it fit with the show? I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have more uh, Famousy famousos on the show. Maybe we'll have uh, someone like that on.
0: Okay. Well, you don't think that famous people fit our fit our show, like fit uh, our, our 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 because our show is what we're just so a loosey goosey chinwag. We are pretty loosey goosey. We are a chinwag. That's true. But I don't think that
1: we don't use the we don't use the celebrities to sell the show. I don't think we, we do that. I don't think we. I, I don't we, think we go out and we pursue celebrities yeah. to put on the show. It's like if there's someone like we're in Seattle and yeah. Gail Simone is there. Yeah. Or you know we're we're gonna go and go like, hey, Gail, would you like to be on the show? Because we because know her and she's there and we'll have a little bit of a uh, yip yap. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, we'll just go like, hey, let's bring on someone that we know and uh, see where that goes and just have a little uh, talky talk. Have some fun. Have some fun. That's what we're gonna do. And you know, celebrities are not fun. There's. Uh, uh, there's a fellow at work. I, I don't mind celebrities. You guys are fun. You can be fun.
0: <laughs> there's a fellow at work, and he was uh, he was sort of mocking me mm. slash us. Mm. For, for, oh wait
1: wait 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 wait. Yeah, I'm all for him mocking you, but what is this? <laughs> what's this us business? How are you bringing me down
0: to this? He was mocking us for not monetizing the show. He felt like we were dropping the ball. Oh. and that we're not that we're not. Have, the show isn't full of ads. Right. How much not, is his com- show making again? Well, that's a, that's a good point. I didn't bring that up, but you know. But then he then he came back later, and he's like, you know what? I was thinking about what I was saying. Right. And I was totally wrong. It's actually admirable that you guys don't monetize the show. You know, it's it's, it's actually kind of great that you just like do your thing and you don't worry about making money. You're just having some fun. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh no, we're worried about making money. <laughs> we're just really bad. By the
1: way, thank you to everyone who's, uh, who uh, supports us on Patreon. Patreon. Yes. Not patron. Patron. That's different. Patreon.
0: That's boss. That's the boss level. That's right. Patron.
1: (laughs) Yeah, don't go to Patron (laughs) because that's the French version (laughs) of the show. (laughs) Dragon de (laughs) Snecquet, which actually, because we do that one in Quebec, we actually make a lot of money off that one because you can actually make money off podcasts in Quebec.
0: Yes. Unfortunately, it's Quebec dollars. You can't take it outside of Quebec.
1: Yeah. I mean, we okay, look, you could do, there's ways of monetizing things and there's ways of doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But to do that, then you've got to do that. And do you want to do that? Well, you could do that. But is that what you want to do? Eh, you could, if you feel like it. That's fine. <laughs> but you know, not everything has to be everything and that's that's yeah. fine. Sometimes a little uh, goofball podcast can just be on the air by itself and it's for its own sure. thing
0: and that's what it is. I think it. Ref- I think it also reflects our, what the what we came out of as, in terms of like
1: the streets, hard streets the, in our delta, hard streets in our
0: delta. But no, home
1: of just, the sun god.
0: Just like doing like doing fanzines and doing mini comics and th- those are mm-hmm. not really like those are not big money scenes. You just did them because you loved doing them, and so and if you could sell a few, that was great. But you would rather people read them. Mm-hmm. Then you sold them. If yeah, you, you
1: do, like we'd be doing uh, like a mini comic and then we'd go and we'd do a public access TV show. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go and do something free on a college radio station. Yeah. And, you know, later on I've done, you know, professional radio stuff and I've done professional comic stuff. and pro- That's true, but still do the free BDBs, you know, and you got to do some of the free BDBs. Yeah. And if you're doing stand-up, you got to go and do some of the open micies. And they, you know, they're not necessarily uh, making any money off it, but it's it's getting stuff out there, and it's all it's all part of just keeping things going, keeping all the muscles going. It's a little workout. Do you get paid for working out in the morning? Of course you don't. Or do you?
0: I do not. I do oh, not. I just
1: had a really creepy image of like this rich guy <laughs> rich just guy. sitting on a chair, just watching you watching pump me, iron, and then at the end up. of it, he throws twenty bucks at you and goes, mm. "Clean yourself up," and there's, then you go off to work.
0: There's uh, lots of, lots of other people that are much much more watchable at the gym than than I am. Oh,
1: well, This guy has a certain taste. Oh, okay. certain specific. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe tastes. I
0: fall I fall into them. That is creepy. Mm-hmm. Very creepy. So, you missed the volcano. Okay. The the resulting tidal wave. You also missed that. Sure. Which took out most of Vancouver Island and then bounced back and then took out all of Richmond, North Delta, it gone. Okay. I'm sorry to tell so you
1: that. So how has that affected real estate prices? Uh,
0: They've gone up. <laughs> There's no stopping them. There's no stopping them. Yeah. They've gone up. In fact, there. Are, what's weird is all the areas that were destroyed, three times the value mm. in just the last little while. It's, they're kind of the Bitcoin of... Uh, Real estates. Going okay, on here. why
1: is uh now, wh- why is everyone nowadays talking about the Bitcoin? Every- well, because the
0: Bitcoin started at like you could buy a Bitcoin for like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Now it's worth like sixteen thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> okay, but not an individual Bitcoin. Yeah, it's gone from thirty bucks to sixteen thousand dollars. It has.
0: It has. I'm not I joking. heard
1: that. I heard that Bitcoins were at ten thousand dollars. I heard that. Yeah, that but was I don't know what that means. Like, it was a few days ago. A few days ago, like a bit. So, so basically, it's basically. What, what is the? Let me ask you this. Okay, what's the monetary unit of bitcoins? Is it just
0: a bitcoin? A bitcoin, and now because it's so valuable now, they're going to have to like make it into smaller, smaller amounts of, of And I don't know if they're going to rename them into millibits or whatever, uh-huh. decibits, decibits, mm-hmm. bits, bits, decibits.
1: And now, what is backing up the bitcoins, or is it all on faith? Is well, there, is okay, there anything?
0: what is backing up the, the monetary, what yeah, is it's backing not up like our monetary system? On, well,
1: it used to be gold, I understand. There's no it's gold not, anymore. I know there's not gold, but what's backing up our system is that the system is already in place, and basically everyone uses it. But, yeah. So for it to fail, yeah. everything would fail at once, and we'd mm-hmm. all be fucked up. Mm-hmm. If Bitcoin fails, a small amount of people will suffer for it. So you could have one guy who knows mm-hmm. how this all works go, yoink, and uh, and then cash out and yeah. fail.
0: But I think what we're seeing now with Bitcoin in particular is mm. people are are looking at the world economy and are and are looking for ways to put their money into something that is not banks, is not you know part of it's outside of you know society mm. in a way because Bitcoin is it's almost like an underground money in a way mm-hmm. you know and so it's popular with people who do big tr- cash transactions online yeah. Uh, then don't want to have a lot of attention paid to them let
1: me be let me be because we're being mean it's a mean show today so we're going to be mean. <laughs> okay. we're, we're talking mean things we're being mean people i just came from vacation i'm cranky i'm not really i had a nice vacation um here's what here's what i'm looking at now okay and I'm, again i'm not going to name names because i'm not a name namer okay. i ain't no snitch <laughs> i ain't gonna get no stitch okay all right. Uh, though I did like Lilo and Stitch. Did you like that
0: movie? I, I did like the movie. It took place in Hawaii,
1: which is where mm-hmm. I was. I and, thought about that movie. I enjoyed a lot the TV
0: show there. as well. It
1: was a good TV show. Mm-hmm. It was Kevin McDonald in the TV show as well? I don't remember that. Sorry. He does a good this voice. <laughs> he does that voice very well. Um, you can take a workshop with him for a very reasonable rate. He shows up at least once a year in
0: town. In town, really? Yeah, pretty much. And puts on a workshop. And he will teach to do you. that voice. He will show you how to do. He'll show you how to do that voice.
1: <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Uh, here's here's what i'm seeing online yeah people talking about bitcoin yes but the people i see talking about bitcoin yeah are the kind of people who would get scammed by something so i'm seeing these people <laughs> and just going like oh it looks like all the marks are right mm. now going this is a good idea which yeah. it, which still could be the right thing <clears throat> could be yeah but also these look like marks at this point yeah and uh I think whatever the next thing is is the thing to get onto. By the point that you know this, these folks that are into it are now into it.
0: Well, the thing that puzzles me about Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and I obviously I could watch a YouTube video and, and, and in five minutes learn all I want to know about this, but I, I have not been, I have not, I haven't been asked to do this. I just cannot be bothered. But the Bitcoin mining part of it is what confuses me. So that the fact that they have to have like banks and banks of computer servers mining for bitcoins. Okay. I don't understand what's happening. There. All right, are you going to explain it to me? It sounded like you are going to explain it to no, me. No, no, I, I don't really. You know have no explanation. No, no because again, it's again, a, because
1: it's so yeah. far gone that it doesn't feel worthwhile to get into it now because it's. it's no, had its we thing. missed.
0: We missed our chance. I think if we bought it at thirty, and sold it at ten, we'd yeah, be very happy. But again, it's but just
1: it's that's you know what that is. It's, it's it's gambling.
0: It is oh for sure. I mean especially if you buy in now at sixteen thousand. It
1: was even then. It you're was. going
0: to. You're, but I mean, thirty dollars is not that much. Th- throw away. It's,
1: yeah, it's sm- it's small yeah. gambling, but it's ga- it's gambling, mm-hmm. and people who talk about it, you know, and talk about it in the same. If thing. you
0: look, if you look at the graph for a Bitcoin, it's basically like a flat, a dead flat, flatliners all the way to now, and then in this in the last little while, and I'm, you know, and I think that it's because the right now the global economy has a bit of the DTS, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. The Donald Wink. Trumps, I understand what yes, you're saying. Yes, exactly. And so yeah. it's this leapt up into the stratosphere because people are investing in this. And now it's become like tulip bulbs. Yeah. People are like hey, well, throwing their money into this you, Why don't
1: you explain what that reference is for some people who don't know Okay, well, that. if
0: people don't know, at one time in Holland, there was a huge craze for tulip bulbs. Yep. And they actually took on this amazing value and people were investing in them trading in them it was basically like a money market it was a based huge part around of the env- economy yeah it based around yeah a uh, flower and people were this but like all such things it eventually collapsed taking the latecomers with it you know the people who got in early and cashed out early were fine it was the people who came in late and hung on to the bitter end uh that's probably the hardest part of investing, I think, is to know when to leave your investment.
1: Because it's gambling.
0: Because eventually there is comes a point, yes, yeah, it is gambling. Investing is gambling. It is gambling, it is gambling exactly. Yeah. And you can have all the algorithms and the, you know, all you want. But basically, you're right. It is guesswork, mm-hmm. and you're just guessing on a hunch that such things are going to. And you
1: better hope, or you should hope, that you know the thing that you're investing in is something that you like. It's just like if you're gambling. I hope you enjoy the game you're playing. Yeah. Whether you win or lose, uh, of course you're gonna want to win. But yeah, it's 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 gambling. You mm-hmm. know, all this is gambling.
0: Oh, sure. It's like well, it's like the dot com boom. Mm-hmm. Of the 90s that soon became a bust because people were investing huge amounts of money into companies that had no had no uh, value to them besides an idea.
1: Yeah, uh, we've ta- I think we talked about it on the show before where I was working with someone who I, I realized that their main job, even though they were a company that was in web design, mm-hmm. uh, their main job, on the, and and they they tried to make it clear that like we're not part of this. The boom and but yeah. we're not part of the boom yeah. when the boom was happening. Yeah, and it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, your
0: seven o- seven but, offices? But it felt <laughs>
1: like it felt like their main job was to invent jargon. Okay. what you had to do was invent jargon that sounded like you were a little bit ahead of the curve mm-hmm. and, and, and just look just look like you, you've got something about to happen yeah. and then use terms that's, that aren't real but are real enough and you'll fool you're tricking someone into investing in your thing but really they don't have anything like their whole thing was basically we're going to uh, take TV and we're going to have like a, a thing on the bottom of it where you can write what you think of the show while the show's going on which mm-hmm. we kind of have now I guess I you guess. know that's come that's come up a couple of times but yeah. it was like it was con- it was going to be convergence and it was a convergence of the of the <laughs> internet and television yeah. oh. and this was going to be the thing and yeah. they were going to be the ones who were going to be running with it No, of course you're not and <laughs> and again as I said before when I, whenever I saw any of these businesses the 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 second they brought the lacrosse table in uh you knew that they were not long for this world they were La- like lacrosse a of, table uh, not lacrosse uh, Foosball foosball which is okay. you know well, if, yeah they had a lacrosse table that's too expensive if you can actually have a table <laughs> in a lacrosse, yeah a foosball table uh, yeah. they were not long for this world okay because once the foosball table's in no one's working. I don't know. There's no one's working, but it's just like you've made it too much of a party atmosphere oh, okay. or something. Okay. Okay. And I say that uh, as someone who. Uh, oh, geez! I just realized. I just. I just did a show at someone's place who just got a foosball table. I hope they're okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, the foosball table normally was a sign that things yeah. were about to go down. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's okay. I think it's okay to have a foosball table at your house. Okay, that's fine.
1: What if your house is also part of your business?
0: Well, I hope that you, but I think that if your house is, if your, how, is your house part of your business or do you mean you have an office in your house that?
1: What if it's in your garage and you do yeah. a podcast and what if your name is Brent Butt and what if I did the podcast <laughs> a couple of weeks ago okay, and well, he had a lacrosse table behind me. A foosball can, table. A foosball, foosball table. table. Which no, is soccer. we actually had a locker, lacrosse it's a, table.
0: A, okay. It's, it's a soccer yeah, game. Yeah, but
1: we call it, we call soccer lacrosse in Canada. Yeah. We do. It's our national game. And no one could play that other one, because it's just crazy. So, so we call soccer lacrosse.
0: But when you did the show... Yes. You, did, well, you went there and you did the podcast with Brad I did butt. the
1: podcast with him. That's right, episode the five. podcast Still is available online, the butt pod. Hasn't
0: gone behind the paywall yet. Nope. But when you were doing the show... Yes. Did you play the foosball game while, play, while, while recording the show?
1: You know what? Uh, uh, he said I could. Yeah. But... Instead, what I did was I played the spider man Pinball game that was also there. Dur-
0: while you were during the show, like actually while you' were recording the show, you went. you know and played what the knows when
1: shows began now. It's also loosey Goosey, right?
0: <laughs> it's right. I mean, we haven't started this show forbid. yet. I I, I say Did the most personal.
1: Ourselves? I say the most personal things on this show, and I think they're in confidence. And all of a sudden, they're the gag at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> you know, uh, my mom never told me that she loved me. And I don't know that till it's out on the air.
0: You miss me snickering, and then the music cuts in. Yeah. I just I think that. If you have an office in your house,
1: I, I don't think I've well, ever really had an orgasm. Okay,
0: when you said that, I did not use it. Be fair to me.
1: Okay. Well, now you got a lot of stuff for the beginning of the show. <laughs> Pull it up. Mix it all up. Uh,
0: when, but when I think if you have an office in or a studio in your house, right, you are used to you are used to separating your work and your pleasure. Okay. So that you, you know, you have your work times and you have your fun times. That sounds fair. And so you're not going to be like distracted from say writing the great Canadian novel. Mm Mm-hmm. By the desire to play foosball.
1: That's true. I mean, the office, Hell Kitty Studios here. This, uh, this is an office, and we've got the setup here for the uh, podcast. Yep. Uh, don't rob us, we're not worth robbing. <laughs> uh, but back in the day, I used to have like a full rock band set up here. Yeah. You know, and it was still a work environment, but you know, yeah, we'd, yeah. Uh, we'd loosen up and It's and,
0: sort of a reward for, for working. Yeah, a
1: little treat. Why yeah, not? Why yeah. not? And again, like uh, I always thought, like, when I, if ever I. Uh, That's how
0: I treat computer porn. As? A treat. Oh, nice! To, For your computer, you buy your oh, computer pornography <laughs> and let it see it the seems, bits and the bytes. It seems to enjoy playing it.
1: Yep. Go on. Be, I'm just I'm trying to think now what kind of porn a, a computer would would enjoy. <laughs> sorry, I'm now thinking of some terrible things. Okay, all right, moving on, <laughs> moving on. Everything, everything is, is fine. I'm a little, I'm a little giddy. I always thought, like, uh, you know, the sign that you're doing really well financially is okay. you got a pinball machine in your house.
0: Why would that be a sign that you're doing oh, well financially, Cause, boy? Because that's when, your dream. Because
1: whenever you've seen like a movie and a person oh, has okay. a pinball machine in their house, yeah, they're doing great. Things are great. There's pinball machines in the house. To and me, then, f- and then also Brent had a, uh, uh my favorite pinball machine, which was yeah. the Amazing Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. pinball machine. It was like, oh well, he's got the best one as well, so that's good.
0: Do you think it's more of a sign that you live in a frat house?
1: Do frats have a pinball machine? It feels like that's the sort of thing me they the have. Find the movie where that's the case. That's not an animal house. Bachelor Party. What? Bachelor Party? Yeah. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Does he have a pinball machine? Christopher Penn. He, they play pinball?
0: Yeah. No, I don't know. I, don't, know. I don't remember. Okay. I just threw a name out there. I have no idea. Does
1: Bachelor Party take place in a frat? Because I haven't seen that movie.
0: Uh, you haven't seen that film? Nope. I have seen it. I reviewed it for, for uh, CRTR Radio in here in Vancouver. Positive or negative? And you know radio? what? I was a little uh, cold on it. It wasn't the greatest thing. Looking in
1: the world. back on it, were you too much of a snob about it? No, no. I,
0: I gave a good review to Predator, and I think that would and I and the station manager wasn't super happy with me for doing that. But um,
1: over time, I think you've been proved right.
0: Yes, I think it's, I thought it was a very good film actually. But uh, B- bachelor party, I thought it was sort of uh, it was a bit little lame. It wasn't the best thing. In the so
1: world was time. it uh, one of uh, like an 80s style booby comedy?
0: Yes. Okay. That's something everyone has to go through. In their, their but formative people, acting careers I remember careers. people saying
1: at the time, that because there was lots of those Because it was the time that the PG-13 rating came out And so uh, there was a lot of movies where they were showing uh, casual nudity yes. And I think could say one fuck That mm. was what you were allowed Is for. that right? One, say one. once <laughs> uh, And you could have a certain amount of nudity And, uh, and the Tom Hanks one was uh, one that people went You know, that's not a bad one, that's okay that one's got some story to it. Hmm. it was like that it's one been a in, while since I that saw one it. in *The Last American Virgin*, which had like a sad ending. Was one of the only ones <laughs> of those that had like a sad, glum. Oh, you know, you know what? I guess sex doesn't solve everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sad and roll credits. What? That that's not what I expected in this
0: kind of thing. All I remember thinking is when I saw *Reservoir Dogs*, was when when Chris Penn shows up on screen. I was like, well, he's changed since *Bachelor Party*, because in *Bachelor Party* he's a very skinny, like very you know, muscular sort of like surfer dude kind of a character. Probably hired him because he was, you know, his brother Sean Penn, who played Jess Picouli in Fast Times Ridgemont High. Yeah. And so they were kind of, using the that pen magic to bring the kind of spicoli dollars. Was he? Yes. I didn't know that. I yeah. I really I feel like I saw him in that film and then I saw him in Reservoir Dogs and like there's a huge gap in between that I did not there know. There's
1: not a huge gap. Check out the uh, IMDb and see I will, that. I will do that. He's a working guy. He's he's one of those actors that people uh, in retrospect go, "You know what? Always a good performance from that guy mm-hmm. even in a movie that's not good." Yeah. Hey, you know, he came, he did his uh, bit and it's fine. Why do I think he was in Space Camp? That can't be right. But he was in something like that.
0: Space Camp, the yeah. Disney film.
1: It was a film. Uh, that, oh no, that's not. I'm thinking that, of a different one. Uh, had Joaquin Phoenix as the lead, but back when he was Leaf. Okay. Huh. In, Leaf, Leaf, in, Leaf in the Leaf. Leaf years. When he was Leaf. Oh, Garrett. nothing to do with the uh, with Leaf Garrett. Mm. Speaking of Leaf Garrett, <laughs> right, we're, were, we? we're doing deep tangents. <laughs> I used to uh, buy a magazine called uh, Dy- Dynamite.
0: Oh, I think they're going to say Tiger Beat.
1: No, no, I never bought Tiger Beat. Okay. And As they had an episode, they strictly had Strictly for issue, girls, everyone. And uh, Leaf Garrett was on the on the cover. Of course he was. And inside was also an interview with uh, Meatloaf. And they, wow. they had a, uh, one article where it was like, Meat Leaf, Meatloaf. <laughs> and they went, and they compared them of like wow. the things that they liked. Yeah. And they were standing back to back. Huh. And it was like, you know, they're not so different. Yeah. Like, they were pretty different. I'm sure they were. Yeah. Hmm. Is well, Leaf Garrett still alive?
0: I believe he is. All I think right. I think we and the rest of the world would know when Leaf Garrett passes.
1: And how the hell is Meat Loaf still alive? That's my other question.
0: My only question is who was Leaf Garrett?
1: Oh, like what was he famous for? Yeah,
0: like to me it feels like he was a guy who was famous because he was Sing- famous?
1: Was he a singer?
0: Boy, I really don't know. I just cuz you know, I grew up I grew up in a family of all boys, so we did not have any experience of this at home, but huh. my two cousins that we were very close to were both both of the female persuasion. Mhm. And they had Tiger Beat, and so when I went, when we went to visit them, uh, you know, because visiting your relatives is very dull, I would always, you know, sit and read Tiger Beat as part of my part of the sure. visit. And I was also interested in it as a as a you know a sort of an anthropologist looking into the uh, the other gender, uh, you know, just. If you studying. want to know what
1: that sound is, by the way, Dave is <laughs> sanding the table with his hand through most of so. this.
0: Um, and so. So I would look at this magazine and my my thoughts when I was reading it, you know, I knew who Parker Whenever
1: he st- talks about Leif Garrett, he strokes the table. I do stroke the table. <laughs> <laughs> try to talk about Leif Garrett table, without stroking the
0: table. Table Leif. Try it. I'll try. <laughs> I'm stroking my leg now though, that's worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, because I knew who Parker Stevenson was. He was he was a hardy boy. Sure was. And I knew who Sean Cassidy was. He was a hardy boy. No, so I knew these other people. Right.
1: Did you know who Nancy Drew was? Who was who Pamela Pamela three names. She had three names. I know something that no. she had three names. And I just it sounds like I've got a song to remember her name. <laughs> but, but I they, don't this is unrelated. So well. It's throwing me <laughs> off. <laughs> but I Boop. think
0: you're right about Pamela. Yeah. But anyway, Pam Greer played Nancy Drew. Oh, that would be so great.
1: Just goes in, doesn't solve the mystery, just beats up people till she finds out what's up, doesn't take any shit, shoots the villain. Even though it's, like, not a worthwhile
0: crime to <laughs> shoot someone over. <laughs> um, it was stock fraud. Blam. Gone. I never read any Nancy Drew, so I don't, I don't know what her adventures were actually oh, like. They
1: were always about a secret clock.
0: Not. Really? Always. 100%. All of them. Always. There's always no a
1: secret clock. Secret clock. Look the, at the grandfather clock. The open only, it up. There's something inside. That sounds
0: like it's the only cover you know of a Nancy <laughs> Drew book. Uh, but, yeah. There's I,
1: also the haunted dock. There's the Mystery Clock and the Haunted dock, Okay. And the search for Spock.
0: Oh. Hm.
1: By the way, she found him on the Genesis planet. Then Spock. later when they made the movie of it, they <laughs> edited her out because they didn't have the rights to, to her. To Nancy Drew. Yeah.
0: Do you know there's a, there was a Nancy Drew film? And it's actually quite good. Which one? The Nancy Drew film.
1: Well, there's probably more than one I Nancy don't know. Drew
0: film. Uh, it's a recent one. Like one that came out in the 2000s, I believe. Okay. That starred young blonde haired girl. But it's quite good. It's quite good. It's... What I really liked about it was that they don't... Like, the idea of the movie is that she has to leave her small town where she's a bit of a, bit of a heroine, a bit of a hero, mm-hmm. because of all her crime-solving activities. And everyone's sad to see her go. But, and she, but she's very kind of old-fashioned in her dress and stuff like that, in her style. And then she goes to, like, L.A., and suddenly she's in this, like, you know, hoity-toity school where the girls are, like, mocking her for her, the way she dresses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And But she doesn't change. She just stays herself. Mm. Which I really like that element of the story. In fact, there's a good scene in the film where um, they make they make her go to like a, 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 a you know a boutique, like a clothing sure. store, uh, like a and but the the uh, the shop owner she just loves her style and
1: just as pretty woman's being kicked out of it.
0: This is pretty. Weird. She's just like, she's like oh, don't change. What, you know, this is most beautiful style. What a style you have. I just love how you. And so these girls are just kind of put in their place. Good for them. Yeah, That's the way to of, do it.
1: It's kind hey, of fun. Here's my here's my trivia movie, tangent everyone. right now off of this. So
0: you have kids, Nancy Drew.
1: Very good. I was going to go, do I have kids? Nothing. I don't think so. Um, so uh, Nancy Drew, what superhero is named after Nancy Drew?
0: What superhero is named Created after? Created by
1: Marv Wolfman. And the first name was Jessica. The secret identity's name was Jessica. because So Jessica Drew? Jessica Drew. But, uh, her, but the character is? The character, it's Jessica Drew. First of all, it, it's Jessica because that was Marvel Wolfman's daughter's name. Okay. Needed a last name, so went with Nancy Drew because I okay. uh, love the Nancy Drew books. Yeah. Jessica Drew is what superhero? Marvel character. Wolverine. That is wrong. Damn it. Spider-Woman.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah.
1: Later. Kate? Okay. Uh... Brian Michael Bendis yep. wanted to do a Jessica Drew series mm-hmm. with her as a private eye, because by that point, she had lost her powers for the most part. Yeah. And uh, she was uh, she was a private eye. Jessica Drew was a private eye. Yeah. And uh, Marvel had a use for uh, Spider Woman and couldn't uh, said no. You can't. I went fine. I'll create a, a Jessica Jones. And so created Jessica Jones. And basically, Jessica Jones is Jessica Drew, but with a different name. And then that uh, became a successful comic. And then it became a Netflix series. Now she's a defender. There you go, everybody. That's your that's your trivia for the day.
0: Huh. All loosely based on Nancy Drew. Just just a. Uh, I know we don't normally. Oh, let me just finish with, with tig- we don't tiger norm- beat. Yeah, we don't normally. continue a story with in a tiger. Linear, beat. Uh, let me finish tiger beat.
1: Once would- again, back to stroking <laughs> the desk. <laughs> yes.
0: This is the way <laughs> of concentrating. Of I'm Garrett, trying to keep my smoke mind.
1: Giving the old desk a massage, uh, like it's a table leaf. Put my hand's in my pocket. Oh, <laughs> well, that's even worse. <laughs> okay, do your tiger beat off and, and let's. go. I
0: just, <laughs> just wanted to say because <laughs> I would way, read it. This is the new
1: section segment of the show.
0: I would read it, and then they would have Leaf Garrett in it. Yeah. And also, they would have Bobby Sherman. And now I know that Bobby Sherman was a singer because right. I, I have like you know bubblegum collections, and, and, they have and because some it's Bobby a good Sherman Simpsons joke. It. Is it?
1: Do you, have you seen that uh, joke in this that's I Simpsons? have not seen it. That's where uh, uh, Marge is trying to relate to uh, Lisa about her love of this band, the Coreys or something, and uh, and she goes, you know, I I used to have a crush on Bobby Sherman, and oh, okay. Lisa just laughs, Bobby Sherman, <laughs> <laughs> and just like and mom, and she's offended and like backing out of the room, Bobby Sherman. <laughs>
0: Just, it's true.
1: Just goes, just goes hard, goes hard on yeah. March until March leaves in shame.
0: Bobby Sherman is, yeah. If you see pictures of him, his music's nothing special,
1: but his haircut is where it's at. But he looks
0: like he's like forty. <laughs> he's not like a young heartthrob like like Leaf Garrett with his little puka shell necklace. I
1: think he was on the Partridge Family briefly. Was he? Yeah, I think Bobby Bobby Sherman was on the Partridge Family briefly. I think
0: he was in. I think he was actually in Peanuts. Okay, Sherman.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: What? Also, why is that a wow? also,
1: wasn't that Shermie? <laughs> I don't even think an, the name's right to that joke. <laughs> <a laughs>
0: could have gone name. with Sherman tank. <laughs> a
1: tank. Yeah, you might as well go Sherman Holmes, <laughs>
0: detective, and tie it all back around to this. <laughs> so yeah, it always it just mystified me. It mystifies mm-hmm. me to this day why people once like again, Bobby Sherman. I could probably Wikipedia Leaf Garrett. Yep. I out all I need to know oh, about Oh, and him. there's probably people out but there I listening of a certain age yeah.
1: that, like, that was the guy. Yeah.
0: They had him on their wall. They had yeah. posters of him on it with his little puka shell necklace. Right. Like, listen,
1: Hawaii. David Cassidy. Rest in peace, David Cassidy. Uh, I see that. Like, David Cassidy. Yeah, good-looking You don't guy. get better looking than David Cassidy. But
0: not that's good-looking. Uh, he's a good singer. And the British family albums are, like, they're good. Yeah albums but of no, their kind
1: he is all right who's a better looking guy from that period of time than david cassidy like just good looking guy no you can't think of anyone he's the best looking well, guy yeah I through this but, voice oh i best see but, looking what are you guy.
0: Talking about, like singers
1: or i'm talking about guys on tv who's uh who's better looking than david cassidy back then exactly no one that was as good as a god he's good you 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 settle for like who's the cutest guy in the monkeys davy jones Uh, how attractive is he not very he's just (laughs) the cutest guy in the monkeys he's the guy with when the girls (laughs) look at the monkey
0: he's pretty good looking
1: but is he... And also
0: his eyes sparkled. That's
1: true. But is he good-looking? Like, if you just looked at him, yeah. you'd go... You Lisa, would not go... Lisa and he's find, the best-looking guy by far let me just in say, the monkeys.
0: Let me just say... Okay. Lisa finds him attractive.
1: Of course she does. He's the best-looking guy in the monkeys. You put him with those three dudes, <laughs> and he looks great. <laughs> that's, true. that's a beautiful frame rest, to put that guy in. But you put this that little guy... Rest in peace, David Jones. Uh, it, 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 just as a guy, you'd go like, no, that's not 100... That's not Super attractive But David Cassidy Yeah And then you take it down a notch You get Sean Cassidy And then everyone lost their minds Over that guy Yeah
0: And are they brothers? I I believe I don't know actually I, I don't want to say that I, stuff, wa-
1: I do want to say that I want to say they
0: are hmm. Yeah I can, I can But I, you, those people You could understand Like what Like they were doing stuff Like David Cassidy was like Recording albums That made That had hit songs on them Right What did Leaf Garrett have?
1: Nothing. You you know who else was a guy that was like not a good looking guy, but was a good looking guy when you put him with the rest of the band? Mm. Donnie Osmond.
0: Yeah, the rest of the band.
1: Really weird Mormon faces with big and God bless the Mormons and that's fine. But they had like like everyone had a lot of teeth. Yeah. But most people had too much teeth for their face (laughs) and Donnie had the good teeth ratio but then yeah. you see like it goes so far the other way and you get jimmy and he's just a little freak uh again uh <laughs> that's mean yeah, it's totally mean it's a mean show
0: he was the great brain
1: he was the great brain uh but a, not- the character of the great brain that's right
0: yeah I, I don't think he had much of a actual brain
1: crosby stills nash and young who's the good-looking guy in that
0: crosby stills nash and young yeah who's the good looking guy i have to give it to um nash graham nash okay He's a good-looking guy.
1: Okay. In the Who, who's the good-looking guy in the Who? Oh, Roger Daltrey. Come yeah, on. Roger Daltrey. I'll give you yeah. that. Okay, it's obvious. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Got any more? What do, you, do you want? Do you want sure. some more? Led Zeppelin.
0: Oh, Led Zeppelin. That's good. That's a good one, actually. Um, I guess I'll go with uh, Bobby Plant. Okay. I think he. It's hard to tell. They're also hairy.
1: <laughs>
0: but John Bonham is. John Bonham is like kind of. I mean, if you like hair suit and sort of, you know, a sort of gorilla-ish person. Okay, like a big kind of monster.
1: Monty Python. Who's the good-looking guy in Monty Python?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, let me t- lose my mind. a <laughs> little I'm going to go Eric Idle. Really? Yeah, I think I especially
1: w- when he grew the hair out, like for the era, I think he was the good-looking guy of that.
0: I would have said Graham Chapman. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, interesting choice. <laughs> Why? No, it's just an interesting choice. Like I, I, I don't see him as like I, that. Would have been maybe my third pick. I would have gone huh. Michael Palin then next.
0: Michael Palin is is. Is good looking, but I don't think he's like handsome. And I was thinking more like a handsome person. And I don't think, like, I think Michael Palin's kind of a cute guy. Okay, but I don't think he's handsome. I think Graham Chapman has like yeah. the, and he was athletic, so he was yeah. well built. This is
1: Sneaky Dragon. We've been ra- uh, ranking the cute guys <laughs> of the of the '60s. This is our Tiger Beat episode. It's really, it's really too bad that you don't do the title cards anymore, because boy, that would be a good Tiger Beat uh, Sneaky Dragon cover.
0: Yeah. Is Tiger Fill Bean still wagon.
1: around? There's a question.
0: I don't think it is.
1: I know they were around for New Kids on the Block. I know they were around mm-hmm. for know Mark what, I, Wahlberg. They like could be.
0: I mean, why wouldn't they be around? I'm just thinking now, because there is like a section. If you go to Chapters or you go to Coles or whatever, like mm-hmm. local bookstores, There in their magazine section, there are like teen magazines. Well, here's
1: here's my question back to you. Yeah. It's a real questioning show. Yeah. Uh, you got two daughters. Do they
0: ever read any of that kind of stuff? <sighs> yes. Uh... Not like that. No, I shouldn't say that. They wouldn't
1: bring the magazines home. And spread no, them out. Why would you and like uh, look at them and uh you know
0: When you have a father who's is, their is, chin
1: uh, with yeah. their hands on their, with chin, hands on their chin you know, uh do, you know, legs the, in the air. Put their posters up on the wall. You know, wall. uh just kicking kicking uh there as they're lying lying down.
0: Uh they did put posters up of ba- like, you know, of one one direction and things that, Yes, one direction that, they yeah. liked.
1: that was probably in Tiger Beat.
0: Um that would well, that would be like good tiger beat uh you know, grist for the mill. But, yeah, because
1: uh, they got the looks, they got the hair. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a thing like, okay, there's a guy who's the good-looking guy in uh, One Direction. Best-looking guy.
0: Best-looking guy in One Direction. Harry. Harry's pretty good-looking. Uh, I was kind of, kind of, uh, sort of uh, wavering between uh, Louis and, and and Liam, but uh, yeah. I mean, it depends. they're all they're all pretty attractive guys. Like. Zane's good-looking. Okay, yeah, that's really. Kinda, it's only it's only Nile. That is a bit the kind of a,
1: thing. In, in, in modern bands is uh, they all got to be pretty good-looking.
0: Nile's my favorite one in the in the group. Why is that? He's just kind of a goofball. Nice. He's kind of a fun fun-loving guy. Plus, yeah, he seemed like the most musical one of them. Like he would play his acoustic guitar on stage, and and I assumed it was plugged in. It wasn't just <laughs> wasn't just a prop that he strummed strummed on like like Elvis. Uh, <laughs> you know, and he was like the first one out when they. To have gone on their hiatus now and like, and like uh he was the first one to put out like his own music uh out there and stuff and then my my daughter is still uh, my youngest daughter still still listens to to them she has harry's new album and i have to say actually it's it's pretty good it's a pretty good album. there's some garbage on it of course mm-hmm. like some real horrible filler but like some of the songs on it are actually quite they're quite like kind of brave they're not they don't follow like the one direction formula he's kind of mm-hmm. gone in his own way and he's kind of creating his own sort of sound and and when i was listening to it and i was like oh was this you know it was like near the beginning of the cd and i was like is this was this a single and she goes and he said yeah and i said well this is really it's like a brave single like a, a strange song it it has a lot of falsetto falsetto and i said it was with this sort of a fuck you to zane like i can sing falsetto fucker you don't need to be in one direction anymore you want to leave boo but anyway if this Usain if this was
1: direction. an earlier era, yeah, One Direction would have had a Saturday morning TV show with them all in it, where they solved mysteries. They really,
0: they really could have, because what made they traveled them,
1: in a hot air balloon down <laughs> to town and just landed.
0: Because I think what made them most appealing to the the fans that really liked them was their sense of humor, you know, and that and that really created this fan culture of you know stories about them and this you know and you know a lot of people you know creating. These ongoing mythology of them that's based around their jokes and their and their sense of humor and things and the fact that they're young and good-looking quirky guys. They're British, been... right? That was a They're British, yeah. yeah. Well, you
1: kind of have to. Like, you gotta have a sense of humor if you come from England; otherwise, you can't survive.
0: <laughs> really, because like, they won't take it.
1: They won't take it. Like, people will
0: not take. Well, actually, Niall's from Ireland, but the rest of them are. are oh, okay, fair and, enough.
1: Yeah. You know, even even you know they uh, weren't friends. Where's Oasis from? Manchester are they okay yeah Yeah. it's just like you know they 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 got a lot of ego but they also they also joke around you got you got to you can't Noel has a good sense of humor i don't think
0: liam has much of a you gotta
1: you gotta you get too big england's gonna drag you down they're not gonna they're gonna take that shit
0: although i did like when liam challenged george harrison to a fight said he'd meet him in a zimmer frame anywhere
1: was that after George had passed, or was no? It... This was before George passed. Oh, okay, had passed. then that is. I, I think
0: he didn't realize that he was sick, and he was. Just, Harrison made some kind of kind of a dismissive comment about Oasis, because there was a lot of Beatles comparisons, and he's kind of like, yeah. "I don't hear it. I don't think they're very good." That made Liam really mad and challenged him <laughs> to a fight. And the Zimmer frame is like a Walker. that they, Yeah, you know. so I thought it was pretty good. You know, I'll meet you, your old man Walker, anywhere. Yeah. Two minutes later, Harrison was dead. <laughs> I think good at time. the hands of Liam Gallagher. Yep. They covered it up, of course. That's the kind of power that Oasis had in England at that time. Couldn't happen now. Nope. Now that they're high flying birds and beady eyes or whatever, no one cares about them. But
1: well, uh, you always you always resent those that came before you, and it's just like you know. Uh, I mean, I really resent the podcasters that came like a year before
0: us. Six months before us. Oh my gosh, motherfuckers! Yeah,
1: it's a pretty, pretty new medium, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to think who the heck would be going after Ricky Gervais, like <laughs> Jimmy Pardo. Well, just look, just
0: for, were, were they like one of their first podcasts? I guess so. Ricky Gervais. I guess it was. I've been listening to one that's ten years old, and I feel like that's.
1: Oh, what, what's that one?
0: It's called the Flophouse. Oh, okay. It's quite good, actually. It's on it's on the Maximum Fun Network. Mary recommended it to me, and they're okay. basically they uh, they don't make. F- they kind of make fun of bad films. They'll talk about a bad film and then they'll rate it as you know a bad, bad film, a good, bad film, or actually a good film. That's, you know, I haven't heard one that they went, actually, this is a good film. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're quite funny and they do a lot, a lot of riffing. They were, they and were
1: probably just about the first to start that stuff and now a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To tell you why a movie's so that's bad. That's why
0: you go to the source, though. Don't, don't go to the imitators like us.
1: And also, let's always just say this as well. And again, we do uh, say why certain movies are bad. I think I probably went off on Justice League for uh, quite a while. And if I didn't, I should have. I don't think... Did we? Did we talk about Justice League? Probably not.
0: Uh, I didn't see it. Have you seen it yet? I'm not going to bother.
1: Okay, fair enough. Maybe I should go off on it at some point. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you you know, it's hard to make a movie. Let's admit that. It's hard to make a movie. It's hard
0: to do anything It's hard to do anything. uh, If
1: you actually have done something good for you, Mm -hmm. and there you go.
0: No, I agree with you there. However... I don't think that just because you do something that there should be no standards or criticism. Oh, absolutely.
1: Criticism. You can go. Yeah. Uh, let, uh, here's here's what I'm going to say about Justice League, and here's by, by, And I'm going to paint <laughs> it with. I'm going to paint. I'm going to paint other things with a positive brush. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a four-part uh, DC television uh, event called Crisis on Earth X. Uh, that evolved. when did you watch that? I watched that uh, yesterday actually because it recorded last week. It oh. was it was on uh, it was on Supergirl it was on the okay Flash, oh I see it I was see. on Arrow and it was on Legends of Tomorrow okay. and the idea was that there was a world where the Nazis took over and they were invading our world mm. and so all the heroes was there a man
0: fight. in a high castle looking they over made this a joke
1: about that okay. TV show though they said yeah it's book. like book. they said uh, made a joke about the book. Uh, yeah, I I think these guys were making fun of the TV show. But okay, oh, okay. fair enough. Okay. Uh, they talk about like Green Arrow in the High Castle because he was the Führer. Mm. Um,
0: he so was they, the Führer.
1: Yeah, and uh, in the alternate universe wow. where the Nazis took over, hmm. uh, because Hitler is dead by this point. Yeah. So they need a new Führer. Sure. And uh, the guy with the arrow, and he's dating uh evil uh superhero. Okay. And so they're a couple, and she's like she Overgirl called, or something. Can I just
0: ask if she was called Evil Braun?
1: <laughs> <laughs> evil Brawn would be pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And uh, brawn was spelt like brawn like is in strength. Yeah, there you go. Ava Braun with Braun is in strength. That's what you call her. That's what you call her. but no, she was over overgirl or something like that. Uh, but uh, they did it all. It could have been incredibly bad taste and maybe some people will still think it's incredibly bad taste. Mm-hmm. But they just had fun with it and there was a lot of heart and there was a lot of good twists see? and it was like, ah, oh, that's how you do it. You're yeah. all having a good time and there was big battles but you still knew where everyone was, was during the battles and all made sense. Yeah. And then you see like Justice League and go, no, oh, you didn't know what you are doing. We didn't know what you are doing. I mean, you try comparing Justice League to something like Thor Ragnarok and that just doesn't seem fair at all because <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is just so, so beyond, beyond mm-hmm. and then this is like, oh. But I can compare it to the TV series yeah. and go, no, the TV series still did better than you. And now we got uh, new agents of Shield. That's doing that's doing nice, nice new season. Oh, is it on? Has oh, it started? Oh boy, yeah, they're okay. doing some stuff. Okay. And And uh, also, I, I'm better still better get on that. Now, I don't know, I don't know what your feelings are now on it, mm. but I'm still really enjoying Runaways as well. But like, how do you feel about that? Uh, two episodes in, you weren't on board. Are you on board now? Four episodes. I guess
0: in. I'm four or five episodes in, and am I on board? I
1: or are you just bored?
0: Yeah, I feel like I don't know it.
1: It's fine to have a differing opinion. It isn't.
0: It isn't runaways. I'll just say that it's not runaways. It's, what, what makes it's it called not, runaways? What
1: makes it not runaways? Aside from the fact that they haven't ran away yet,
0: <laughs> and the fact that, that so much attention is paid to the parents, which I like. Is, which in the book we didn't really. It was basically the kids that were. Yeah. And I li- and I like that element of the book actually. That it was just the kids dealing with okay. this thing, and they don't. We don't need to know what the parents feel or what, because they're the villains. And I just I really don't. I feel like in comics. And these sort of situ these sort of things, you know, when you just want like a clear-cut evil person, with you know, we don't need nuances. We don't want oh, but they lost their cat when they're six, and ever since then they've been in a bad mood, and you know, they but just want to kick old ladies. But then don't ladies. you get
1: don't you get uh, the dark side problem, or you know, don't you get that where it's just like it's this thing that's just like ultimate evil? Okay, and then what's why do I give a shit? Like well, why why do you care about something that's just it's just a villain? Yeah what's well what's the inter- what's interesting about that that villain then if, if they're just a villain they're just everything they do is bad, everything they do is mean mm-hmm. what's the, what's the, a what's the big deal
0: I, well, I guess that's true and I mean that, I think that's a weakness of most superhero films is the the villain, but i don't think the solution is to give us backstory of the villain I okay think,
1: who do you think is the best villain so far in the Marvel uh, series of films
0: who is the best villain so far yeah <sighs> Can I remember any of the villains? Okay, well,
1: let me give you a couple of things for me. Can I
0: say? I think, can I say? Okay, go ahead. Um, the maybe the best one is the Michael Keaton. Yeah, I was going to say Vulture. Vulture and uh, who's got a motivation who,
1: which is very similar to Runaways to me, where it's mm-hmm. like you've got a villain yeah. who's also a parent, yeah. who's justifying what they're doing mm-hmm. because they're a parent, yeah. and yet they're still clearly a villain, but still they they're you know mm-hmm. it's all about what they're doing for their kid. Yeah. So how are? How,
0: I just but. The yes, we do get some backstory with Vulture, but I feel like it's not. It doesn't humanize him the way that we're the characters in, in Runaways are being humanized, where we're seeing like they're kind of dumb. The parents are disorganized. They can't get their shit together. They're you know like they're not actually that you know for being like so prideful. They're actually pretty inept. Like what they're trying to do, like, I, and I'm really unclear in what they're doing as well. Right. Like there's no well, crime doesn't
1: pay. Let's get let's go with that.
0: Cr- yes, crime doesn't pay, but nor does whatever this uh you know whatever the scientific thing they're trying to do i don't want to give away too much of the plot but whatever they're trying to do in order to well
1: the main character alex's parents they got their shit together they're really good at what they do right
0: are they yeah but the okay if you're really good at what you do yeah you don't create a situation where your children are your child is at risk from your past associates if you're good at what you're doing you, so far, you tie up loose ends so in your life so far they have
1: they have he ha, has not been at risk for all of this time this is just the first time he's been at risk yeah but, it's you know a bit, they, It's incredibly kinda, rich does well yeah. you see how he deals with like uh, criminals that yeah. try to muscle in he knows what he's doing takes him out boom smooth gets it gets it down gets gets the respect everyone's you know everyone respects the guy and uh, there you go he's uh, got he's pretty smooth smoothly smooth he doesn't seem like mm-hmm. a dope by any means. Aside from, that he's a criminal, and so he's kind of dumb for that.
0: <laughs> well, he just drives to be dumb to be a criminal. Here's it,
1: here's what I think about uh, the really runaway like things because, like, you know, peop- the 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 original idea was for the for the for the comic, yeah, uh, was you know everyone thinks that their parents this is this is what they actually said in the promo material and also for the TV show everyone thinks their parents are evil at some point what if they actually were mm. okay and then you find out your parents are evil yeah which is fine and that works for a comic and it, it, comics move at a bit of a faster pace and you want to wrap it all up in 22 pages mm-hmm. but when you've got an hour to fill so your parents are evil but obviously your parents what what does evil mean then especially yeah. when you've got such diverse uh characters as the parents uh can you how about these hippie parents that really care about the environment What are they doing to justify what they're doing? And I I think that's the thing about most parents is parents do think, even if the kid thinks, hey, my dad's working for, you know, Walmart and blah, blah, blah. But the parents go, I'm doing this for you. I want you to go to college and have all the, the... yeah, Yeah. but kids are making the iPhones and this, that, and the other. And so you're part of the corporation and hurting the environment and you're shitting in the lakes. It's like, yeah, but I'm doing this for you and justify, justify, justify. Mm -hmm. So all of these parents are justifying what they're doing. For whatever the greater good to themselves yep, is and to their true. kids, that's true. So that to me gives it an, another layer that makes it better and uh, actually a little stronger than the comic to mm. me. Mm. Though I did really like the comic, but mm. the comic also ran out of gas. You know, after I've only
0: read the the, the initial cycle. Of it, I never read on beyond that.
1: Yeah, it kind of ran out of gas. And I felt like that because I felt like that was of a perfect couple volumes in where they shifted yeah. to other authors and what have you. And... But the
0: original storyline was like a perfect story with a great capper, mm-hmm. and I just don't. And I think that they're going to throw all that out the window for this for the show. I don't think they're going to go anywhere near what the story was for the original comic. Okay. Because they have they've left it behind anyway. Like they left behind. The original elements of the comic anyhow so
1: though i don't think ha- i don't know how they would use the original elements of the comic with like there's a sacrifice thing in the in in both of them mm-hmm. but the thing that they sacrifice to in the comics i think if you introduce that into the into this more realistic world you'd constantly be going well, what's the, what's the deal with that that's just such a bizarre element mm. that it takes you completely out of it mm. you know instead you got you got to make it a little bit more simple for uh for for when when, when you're actually looking at real people doing it mm. and not have like a giant monster involved like in episode <laughs> 1 <laughs> or oh, three three sure. monsters yeah, that's that's
0: possible i mean i'm i've been watching it it's okay it's an okay for me Okay, Very
1: good. And and yeah, you have not watched the new season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have not watched that at all. I am looking forward to hearing what you think about that, because mm. they have done some things.
0: Well, and I have to say that I've, I've not so far, of any of the Marvel shows, enjoyed them very much. I thought they were okay, mm-hmm. and some of them I watched all the way to the end, most of them I haven't.
1: So you have not liked Agents of Shield that No, way. no, I
0: like Agents of Shield a lot. I'm, talk- I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the Netflix ones. Oh, very good. Because I, f- I felt like my problem with the Netflix ones, and I re- I realized this kind of early on, a little while ago, was that. And
1: Sharon Carter. Let me also ask, what did you think of that?
0: Agent Carter? Yeah, Agent Carter. I thought it was okay. Okay, very good. Moving on. I mean, I really liked her character, mm-hmm. but I wish the stories had been a little. Uh, I really enjoyed the first season. I thought the second season was a bit flabby. Okay, very good. But anyway, back to Netflix. But ne- the Netflix one. Speaking of flabby, you know they have these twelve hours to fill. And I felt, I've just felt like in all the shows that there's not enough story to justify the 12 hours of, of story time. Like there's just not enough plot to make it interesting for that long. All of them are like that. Like it okay. just feels like at some point you just get to the point where you're just waiting. And it's just sort of like, we're just, wh- let's just get the story going. And we know how it's going to end. So let's just get to the end. Like you don't need to, you've already introduced all the elements of your ending. Yeah. So end it. But They can't. They've got
1: to kill one character near the end, so we care. And they, you know have they have fun.
0: twelve episodes to fill. Uh, and I was watching this uh, TV show that uh, Lisa and I quite like, called Longmire, which mm-hmm. is over now. It's this is his final season. All right, how many seasons did they do? I think they did five seasons. All right, respectable amount. Sure. And but we were watching the show, and we watched the ep- we watched the first episode, and then we were gonna watch we we're gonna watch it like another night, and I was like. I said to Lisa, I said, did we only watch one episode of the show? Because it, so much happened to that episode. It felt like we watched two or three. Like, it just felt like it was so packed with incident. But we'd only watched one show. And I feel that way about the, the Punisher series now, is that each episode is so packed with incident that it feels like so much is happening, that it actually has justified how long it's it's been going on. Like, I just watched these, uh, episode 10 last night, and... So I'm, how many more do you have got to go to? I think I have two more. I'm not, okay. I never look Very ahead. Good. I never look ahead to find out how many I have. I guess I should do that. I could, but I, ugh.
1: I like, I like to know because otherwise then something starts up or something else goes and like, what, what? Oh, okay. Good.
0: <laughs> how close are you to the end? Uh, So that show. I should
1: watch French Prince of Bel-Air. Why did you connect these two
0: together? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with that one, it was just kind of the same thing. I watched the first episode and when I went to watch it again, I was like, am I only on the second episode? Because it. Felt like I watched a lot. Like a lot The first more. episode
1: was a standalone almost.
0: It had a lot. Quite fun. It had a lot of things happening in it, and well, the the thing I feel I, like every show has, it and I, yeah. and it's had like you know it has its main plot, it has a B plot, but it has a C plot. And it's and it's kept them all interesting yeah. and, and juggled them well and kept you interested in what's happening. And so I really liked that, you know. And I I thought this has probably been the best of the Marvel shows. So and who thought you'd say that about the Punisher? Mm-hmm. That would be the best one. So well, I think far. it's the
1: most problematic character, so you have to put the most work into it.
0: Well, well, here's the secret: if you're going to create something, you should put a lot of work into it, no matter what it is. Whether it's Iron Fist, was Iron Fist an easy character? I don't think Iron Fist is an easy character to portray.
1: Yeah, yes, because because uh, he's like what's well, they
0: it, what? they failed so easily. like they failed it.
1: Yeah, they failed it because it looked like it was easy. And and they Mm. didn't realize the simple things, which is like, oh, he looks like an arrogant jerk. Well, Mm. we can have it, which is fine. It's fine to be an arrogant jerk. Mm. But the weird bit about, okay, I also want to get back into uh, Punisher. But like uh, almost every Kung Fu kind of thing is, you know, uh, the person person goes there. It's also a Doctor Strange thing. It's also an Iron Man thing. But it's like the arrogant person. I'm arrogant and I think I'm the greatest. Well, I'm going to put you in a circumstance where we break you down. Oh, no, I've lost everything. Okay. Now you're going to have to learn to build yourself up and you're going to learn to be humbled. Yeah. You're going to be humbled. So if he's come through this uh, training, this uh, martial arts training, and yeah. he's still an arrogant jagoff, uh, what? I want to see what, what's up with that. Yeah. You know, he keeps talking about having punched a dragon. And it's like, okay, well, there's a little something about that where like he's having a hard time coming back to the real world after being in this kind of mystical world. Mm-hmm. There's some there's stuff for that. I mean yeah. it sounds like it's interesting. It's like we've been through kung fu. America knows how, how this shit works. Yeah. It seems like an easy it's an easier thing than blind guy with radar sense who's a lawyer <laughs> who then, you know, does this stuff at night. Yeah. It's like, no, he's a kung fu guy. Got it. Kung fu guy, you say. Yeah, Yeah. kung fu guy. Mm -hmm. Got it. He's a kung fu guy. When he has trouble, he kung fu's.
0: First thing we'll do, hire an actor who is has No experience in kung fu, that's
1: right. We're gonna have the worst <laughs> fighter we've had so far, yeah. and that's weird when you've got like the yeah. Jessica Jones thing. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be interesting. Martial arts, I was gonna say,
0: daredevil thing because that that actor is very, yeah, very good at his uh, but I'm saying like you don't expect
1: stuff. the actor who was in uh, in Jessica Jones to be a good fighter, but she but they but they shot her in a way that was effective, so mm. whenever she used her powers, yeah, you bought it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, him, you can't do shitty kung fu anymore because we've got so many wonderful martial arts movies, that, yeah. No, you've got a really Blow us away. This mm-hmm. is the fourth one. Go, go. The, you've really got to go.
0: Yeah. No. And it really misses. I mean, it's t- 12 episodes long. It totally misses the opportunity to have like a flashback training to- episode. Yeah, why do we never go back? Why do we meet the master? Why do we meet who trained him? Who Stop talking him, who- about
1: punching a fucking dragon if we <laughs> never goddamn
0: see the dragon or and, the city itself. We never see Kowloon or whatever it's called. We never, right. we never like experience what's so great about it or what what we should like how we should feel like how should we feel that you've lost this i here's we don't know what it is my
1: suspicion is this yeah is at about the same time they were doing doctor strange yeah and i don't and their origins are so similar that how do you pull that off it's a hidden city full of monks Mm -hmm. twice yeah what what do you do with that how do you make both different enough that uh it doesn't look like you're just going to the doctor strange village but i
0: think you could, but Doctor Strange has magic, like, like you know, right on, like, you know, right in True, your face or magic. True, but everyone's doing Whereas,
1: martial arts as well in the Doctor Strange movie. They're all doing martial arts, and then they put on their magic rings mm, and make vortexes. Yeah, yeah. But they're all bald uh, <laughs> monks doing martial arts. So yeah. it's like, well, what the fuck is uh, are you going to do with Iron Fist?
0: I mean, it could have been its own thing that, I mean, they're all they're all borrowing from elements that already are long. You know, and no one's going to say, well, they've already done that. You know, in the nineteen seventies they already did martial arts films with with a bald headed master who taught yep. Jackie Chan how to fight, like
1: But if they're both if it's two Marvel things happening at the same time, yeah with very similar origins, what do you do? And here's what I would do. Mm. Uh, I would I would I would really strip it down and go like so so all right, so he crashes in the mountains. Yep. And he's picked up by two monks or two people that are in the snowsuits. Yeah. And they take you to the village, and mm-hmm. the village is in the mountains. What yeah. do you expect? Now you expect the Doctor Strange thing, you expect The Shangri-La, you expect the um, you expect the shadow uh, kind of origin, that kind of thing, and then instead, what do you get? everyone's in suits and everyone's really
0: i was gonna say yeah it should be like a modern everyone's
1: looking super fucking modern Su- and sharp yeah and then they take off their suits and they still wear their ties and they all fight like that
0: <laughs> you can't wear your tie when you fight
1: yes because you use your tie to fight and then at some point you whip the tie off and use that as a weapon okay. you whip the belt off you use that as a weapon okay they're all they're all uh working knowing like listen we're gonna have to integrate ourselves into the cities yeah, yeah. if you're a ninja how do you disguise yourself in the city? You wear a black fucking suit. Mm-hmm. You do not dress that, as a ninja. That takes
0: away your, your fish out of water element of the story, though.
1: I think it would take. I think it would make everyone go, "What the shit is happening?" That there's this city of businessmen who are like <laughs> in the mountains, who are training for something, yeah. who all look like they live in the city, but they sure as fuck don't. Mm-hmm. And they're all doing they're all doing martial arts and they're training for something. And then he rises through their ranks. Of course, they're not going to do that. But that would be at least a little bit interesting. It would be
0: different for sure. Yeah. But they uh, can't do that. The other problem with the show is that it it has a character land into this story that is really dull. Uh I mean, the
1: hand or dull.
0: The hand or dull. And that's a problem with that. And once again, problem with continuity for Just me.
1: There's silent characters. Is
0: the idea of yeah, the hand yeah, the idea of the hand is some sort of omnipresent uh, force that's kind of amorphous and you know, it's it may work in a story. Like a book where you can kind of imagine, oh well, what's gonna happen, you know, but in on screen, you know, an amorphous unknown force of power, you know, that of unimaginable power. But it's not just that, like having this uh corporate war that he kinda of comes into uh between him and, and his cousins, I guess they are. Yeah. Uh it's that could be interesting. Yeah. But instead of that, they introduce this, you know, resurrected dad character who's running things behind the scenes. Use, uh, need, you don't need that character. No. Like, get, that's garbage. You've
1: got martial arts, and then you've got the world of business. Yeah. Yeah, combine those two. Make that interesting. Go. Yeah. You're using martial arts and ninja things to run a business. Go. What, what's that all about?
0: Yeah. Well, Well, he is, but they're not. They're just... There is no this normal. Yeah, but they
1: should. Like, mm. you know, we've got things now like identity theft and all these things and just like all this secret stuff that's going on with your computer. You don't know how it works. No one knows how business really works. Yeah, it's all kind of what if it was like being run by this fucking clan of ninjas? Jesus Christ. Like that's interesting. Yeah. Go with that. Do it. No. But the biggest problem is he doesn't know martial arts well. Yeah. And so if you can't get good martial arts in your martial arts guy, mm-hmm. then who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. No one gives a shit. And yeah. so boom. Oh.
0: I mean, to be fair to the actor, he was cast and doing the show before he'd had an opportunity to do any training, mm-hmm. and that's not on him. That's on that's on the show, right? Because yes. there's
1: people who do have training, so use them.
0: I I guess uh, there's other
1: actors to cast.
0: There's other actors. You don't have to cast someone who's a kung fu expert. You can you can cast someone who can train or and learn shoot it better. I mean, Keanu Reeves wasn't a, a martial arts expert when he started doing The Matrix and stuff like that. He mm-hmm. he learned how to. You know, he yeah. went through training and every, learned how to. to every one pretend of the Marvel
1: uh, Netflix things has, has a hallway fight that, like, mm. you know, it was like their big showcase. And yeah. Like a, you know, they had it with Daredevil, it was really impressive. And Jessica Jones yeah. had one. And the Luke stairwell Bay fight Jones. is, is yeah. awesome yeah. in season it's, it's, two. It's great. Daredevil. And, you know, they're going, and I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> here it is. Here it comes. This has got to be the best one because it's Iron Fist.
0: Yeah. I'm like, no. Nope. Yeah. And, you know, uh, to be honest with you, a uh, hallway fight makes no sense in iron fist what you need it was a boardroom fight yes you need him in a big glassed wall boardroom fighting a bunch of people old boy style people coming head on him fighting them all off shot from outside silent him just battling along through all these people that would have been awesome but yeah there's a lot of opportunity thrown away there
1: but you get to you get to punisher and like that very first episode what i loved was you know, you, th- you thought like, oh, it's all going to be about him avenging his his family. Here mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. We're going to get all that over with in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Done. And I'm done. Yeah. I've done it. I, you know, the things that we did in all three of those movies you just saw? Yeah. Uh, the three Punisher movies. Uh, well, no, and we wrapped it up. We're done. I'm, I'm done. I don't want any more yeah. of that.
0: Well, the, what we introduced in the second season of Daredevil, we've now wrapped up. We don't need to do it anymore.
1: That's the end of that Punisher story. We've stopped the Death Wish plot. Mm -hmm. He's avenged his family. Great. Done. Okay, what now? In a
0: really good sequence. Great sequence. Yeah, Yeah. fantastic.
1: Now I'm getting rid of my uh, skull... It's, it's all over. Yeah. Bye. Uh, I'm just going to go work in a construction site. Fantastic. And then they have a nice standalone thing where you know the, all these tropes. Mm. There's the guy who befriends and yeah. he's just trying to be a loner. And you've got the bad guys who are super fucking bad. They're all... And I and because I, and it's oh, one episode... You don't like that, right? I, I like it when it's one episode. If those were the bad guys... Well, for if the only we would
0: t- had a t- three-episode backstory for those characters. T- if you had
1: ten episodes of those guys you know, just do, it would not work. But yeah, it was all just set up. And it was, you know, it's coward of the county. It's like, I'm not gonna fight. I'm not gonna fight. I'm not gonna fight. I'm not gonna fight. Last 10 minutes. Guess I'm gonna have to fight. (laughs) Oh, here comes the fight. It's like, that's how you do it. Yeah, great. But then you're like, well, now we're done, right? There's no more shows. But yeah, they had nine episodes. And they kind of did commentary on violence and covered a lot of different angles. And it's it's a really tough thing to do because he's not an empathetic character. No. But, you know, they, I mean, they really dealt with a lot of shit in a lot of really good ways. And I don't want to ruin the last two for you. But they deal with a lot of things mm-hmm. well. Yeah, uh, To the point where I'm like, why would you make another Death Wish movie with Bruce Willis? There's no point. No point. This has covered everything. This has covered everything <laughs> and done it better than you will ever be able to do in your dumb little two-hour Death Wish movie.
0: Well, where I am now, which everyone, I'm at season, uh, episode 10. So Thanos hasn't showed up yet. So Thanos has not shown up uh, in his giant spaceship yet. But it's
1: a buddy cop thing from that point on. Is it? He joined, they joined together.
0: (laughs) That sounds terrible. (laughs) But I have to say, like, the thing I I really enjoyed in this, uh, which I didn't expect, was the relationship he has with Karen Page. That's her name, right? Yeah. Which I, didn't think that i didn't really see that coming and i just i really like that element of of the relationship it's really interesting
1: mm-hmm. here's the only thing i don't like about karen page right now mm. is because she works at whatever the equivalent of the daily bugle mm. is because they didn't have the daily bugle back the bulletin yeah because they couldn't do bugle okay because they didn't have the rights to spider-man mm. then okay. now they do yeah so i like the fact that the bulletin is is, is the rival paper to the bugle it has okay. to be uh but here's the thing. It sounds like she's a character from that was named as a pun because okay. she works on a newspaper. Yeah. It's like Karen Page. Yeah, she's caring about what's on the page. Oof. I know it's terrible, right? But that's because she was never a reporter in the
0: comic, so yeah. it was fine. Yeah, I never made that connection.
1: Well, now you have.
0: Now you. I did, no, I didn't. You forced it on me. Well, now you can't get it out of your head. <laughs> no, I can't. Karen Page, big meanie. So let's let's address the elephant in the room. I shouldn't say that. Let's address the pineapple in the room, which is that you were away. That's why we, we did a show last week where we weren't actually here. Okay. Um, people thought we were here. They thought we were...
1: That's why all having, our references were out of date. Having a lot
0: of fun. Making a lot of... Yeah. Yep. Referring to... Talking about how Bitcoin was falling, you know, falling and... That's pe- right. Gonna, people were just going to be bankrupt. Talking
1: about how Al Franken was bulletproof. Al well, nothing, nothing could hurt him. Nothing could hurt that guy. Teflon Franken, yep. as they call
0: him. Uh, yeah. And now... Uh, the truth comes out that you were away in in uh, Hawaii.
1: Yeah, I was in. I was uh, staying in the same city that uh, Barack Obama was staying, as oh, uh, all the tour guides would tell you all the time. Are you
0: uh, a bit of a Obama stalker?
1: I'm a bit of a, a Barack head. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Barack head. Is that what they call yeah. it? a broccoli.
1: Yeah, a broccoli. That's what they call it. Yeah. Uh, also, Michelle was there. Uh, she's dreamy.
0: Michelle Shocked. Yep, Michelle Shocked, old folk singer. Yep,
1: from the '80s. Uh, yeah, anchored down in Anchorage. Was that her uh, <laughs> that song?
0: Exactly right. Nice, nice girl. Uh, her album was called "Short, Sharp Shocked." I think it Man. was. Man, F- I'm gonna give you four out of ten for that.
1: Oh, well, that's I'm a really, very, that's very, really, hard, that's very Such a hard for something marker. that I was 100% right on. You're
0: 100% right for 10. Would though. you like me
1: to draw you the image of the, of the, <laughs> of the, of the album cover? Uh, and the, his daughters were there as well. Uh, yeah, we went to uh, Honolulu, mm. which...
0: Uh, uh, home of Hawaii 5
1: Home of Hawaii 5 The very first yeah. time we went, mm-hmm. uh, my parents used to go a lot, and I never wanted to go. Because uh, it just sounded not interesting. But the really interesting thing was that my parents were going to be out of the house. And I love the idea of having the house to myself more oh, than I love yeah. the idea of going to Hawaii with my parents. But did your
0: parents leave you unsupervised?
1: Yeah, because I was like a teenager. Oh, okay. And teenagers never get into trouble.
0: Absolutely not. What you age know? were you when this was going on?
1: What age was I? Yeah. Uh, 17, maybe? 17, 18, 19? Oh, man. Like that.
0: I wasn't allowed. I had to go stay at my aunt's, so my parents went to, to Hawaii. Well, yeah,
1: because you were like a troublemaker.
0: I wasn't a troublemaker. Oh, Dave! Come on now. <laughs>
1: what do you and mean? And your two rapscallion brothers.
0: They yeah they had to go stay their, at their aunt's as yeah, well. We had to stay different aunts so because there were too much what? of a handful. Yeah, yeah, okay. We got separated.
1: Split up amongst. amongst we were the split ants. up
0: amongst family. You you take him. Right. And that's enough of a handful for you.
1: So uh, we uh, uh, my wife and I were fans of the show Hawaii Five O. She used to love it as a kid, and I'd never yeah. watched it. And it was on, starring starring Leif Garrett. Jack, uh, yeah, that's right, Jack uh, Jack Leaf. Oh, exactly. Uh, and, uh, okay, so so we, we used to like the show, and, yeah. uh, and, and then at one point we went like, we should go there. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, people go there, Let's, uh, where do you want to stay? Well, you got to stay at the Ilikai, because it's the only hotel we know in Hawaii, because it's at the beginning of Hawaii 5 Oh, okay. Where they do the camera move up to Jack
0: Lurie, spins around. I've never seen the show. What's this supposed for? Uh, you've never seen Hawaii Five O? No, I I have it. I mean, I know the opening is. It's and I remember seeing it as a kid. Yeah, but it came on like at nine o'clock, past my bedtime. Okay, so I never actually have seen an episode. of Well, let me Hawaii tell you Five-0. this
1: about Hawaii Five O, <laughs> Dave. Sure, it's good. Mm. It's a good show. Yeah, it works. Yeah, uh, yeah. You should watch. Uh, it, uh, okay, you watch the pilot. It's a little weird. It involves a separate sensory deprivation tank. Oh, I don't Does know about w- that. What of them
0: turn into an animal and r- race through the streets? I don't know. Look, just. <laughs>
1: But the shows are pretty good. So they, we so we stayed at the Ilikai. What was that uh, movie called? Which one?
0: One where the guy goes in a sensory deprivation tank in Alter states with uh, William William Hurt. Yeah, William Hurt.
1: Was that the okay? I'm confusing it probably with another brainstorm. As I'm confusing it.
0: If you're thinking about them uh, going on a ship that goes into a giant brain, that's not at, at all sea.
1: what. That's not what happens. I'm thinking Uh, about a movie that turns into an IMAX
0: movie uh, a
1: couple of times in it. Directed
0: by a science fiction, uh, or a a special effects uh, guy. A
1: really bizarre ending to it as well. Okay, so anyway, long story short. I'm going to try and think uh, who that was. We stayed at the Ilikai the first time we went, uh, fell in love with Hawaii, fantastic. Mm. Uh, Here's how I super fell in love with it. We we, Super we get we get, uh, we get into yep. the Ilakai and like, oh, this is really nice. We go on our balcony. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Look out over my balcony. Oh, there's uh, some docks down there. I look down at the docks. That's the Gilligan's Island opening down there. Oh, really? That's the Gilligan's Island opening. And really? I looked it up and was like, yeah, that's where it started. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm two TV shows deep in this right now. And <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. So uh, we later on, we got married in Hawaii because we liked it so mm-hmm. much, brought mm-hmm. the family down yep. there uh and uh have gone once since and we just uh fa- we found a really good deal and really needed a break mm. things were kind of being a bummer for certain reasons and so we went like we just need a break let's go to hawaii for a week so yeah we uh we, we went on down and uh we got a hotel that turned out not to be great oh, uh right. it was like uh here's here's how you know it's not great is uh, oh there's the you laundry can't see gilligan's island's
0: uh you, marina from from w- you could property. walk to it but mm. uh
1: uh well, we're going to get some uh, laundry done in the dryer which is on this floor. Yeah. Okay, but you need the duct tape because you got to like wrap it around the dryer to keep the dryer shut. <laughs> uh otherwise the wow. laundry will cuz it's on a it's on a balcony. Mm. So the laundry it will open yeah. and then your laundry because it's in a spinning dryer yeah. will fly out yeah. over the balcony oh. and just float down wow. many to the street below. Is this hotel owned by Red Green? <laughs> I will not have your Red Green bashing, <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> It was it was it was okay. It was yeah. okay, but then there was little things, and then uh, Pia saw this uh, massive cockroach in the bathroom uh, that ran up her leg uh, mm. at a, a little opportune moment. Yeah, and it was like, oh. And so we're like, okay, but listen, that's the only cockroach. Let's just we shoot it away. We got rid of the cockroach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cockroach is gone. Okay, listen, you can just relax. They we shoot the, it away. We got rid of the cockroach. Yeah, went right back in the bathroom. You, there uh... it is again. It's just sitting there. Well, going, that's... Hey, buddy. <laughs>
0: You, you had no negotiations with it, did you? Did you sign a, a, any kind of treaty, any sort of a peace accord? No, we did not. Well, and you there- have to recognize borders. Yep. And have a you know have a, like a non-alignment pact or whatever.
1: So here's here's what we did was we uh, we we tried to get like a, a room with a king size bed, uh, it uh, and mm. then, and the only thing we could get was a room with two queen size beds. Yeah. So we get in there. Well, it's two double beds. It's small. Yeah, they're not queen size beds. So uh, is so- that a problem? Is that a problem? Yeah.
0: Oh, because you we're still going to sleep in one bed together. We
1: wanted to, yeah, yeah, but it's not really an option. Now you got
0: a Dick Van Dyke it.
1: Yeah, which is not the greatest thing in the world. No,
0: because it's not a '50s sitcom.
1: No, it's not, and yeah. uh, you know the things and things. So, uh, <laughs> so we were complaining to the person who we got this from. It was like an Airbnb situation, yeah. uh, and uh, they went, "Well, you know, it's it's be- probably better you just stay there and all this hustle. And so, you know, I wrote a stern letter. Uh, saying Say uh, no. I just uh, wrote a stern letter. Yeah. So we, we bought some tape, uh, some measuring tape. Measured the beds. Went look. You misrepresented the size of these beds. Yeah. Uh, Airbnb has. Did you actually
0: re- go and buy measuring tapes? Yeah. I hope you brought them back. Why your measuring tape back? Why? Well, because you could have it at home and use it there.
1: Oh, well, no, we brought it back. I thought you meant back to the store. Oh, no. Yeah, we didn't just leave the measuring
0: tape yeah, okay, there. Okay, yeah, okay. We have a measuring tape. It sounded like... I you...
1: like it was like, I'm so cheap that I'd buy a measuring tape, <laughs> measure something, bring it back to the store going, no, this I...
0: doesn't work. I've done that.
1: I use metric.
0: <laughs> I've done that.
1: Uh, uh, all right, fair enough.
0: I once carefully <laughs> glued the cellophane on a CD back together and returned it.
1: All right. Uh, I'm not one to judge. I wasn't
0: sure I would like the CD, and I didn't like it, so I returned it. Okay. I thought, this is this probably going to be electronica? And I heard a lot of good stuff about it, but uh, I was like, I bet you this is electronica. So I bought it. I opened it really carefully, took it out of the package, listened to it, went, yeah, it's electronica. Put it back in the CD thing, put it back into the cell phone, glued it shut with a, with a glue stick, and then took it back to the store. I
1: bought a comic once I didn't like, and I brought it back to the store after I read it.
0: And you know what happened when I brought it back to the oh, store? please, yeah. The uh, clerk could give no shits.
1: That sounds fine. The clerk at my store, when yeah. I brought the comic book back, said, no, of course you can. not <laughs> And to, and so I cried, and then he gave me my money back. Really? Yeah. You cried? In the future, there was comics that I, re- I bought that I didn't like, and I would just bring them back, and I'd put them back on the shelf, and I left, because there's no crime. That's not a crime. It's not a crime. No, you're right. It's not a crime to shop uh, give. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: To shop backwards.
1: So I measured the beds, yes. and I wrote a letter. and mm-hmm. uh, looked up the the Airbnb rules and went, okay. Well, here's the thing: you can't misrepresent the size of uh, the beds and yeah. this kind of thing. And we can take this to arbitration, or you can just give us our money back. and We'll call it uh, what it is, and that yeah. would ruin their reputation, okay. on Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, so they went, oh, yep, okay, sure. We didn't expect that. We expected they were going to go fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and we we had we we looked for another deal in town, and there was this mystery deal that was like on the beach. That okay. was like you know four star hotel for a certain yeah. amount of money. We okay. Like that's in our budget, but we don't know what hotel it is. Are we going to take the risk? We'll take the risk. Yes, take the risk. And uh, and the risk. Turned it was out. a
0: goat behind the curtain.
1: Yeah. So we lived inside a goat <laughs> for three days. Goddamn
0: uh, mystery prizes.
1: But free cheese. Well, there you go. Yep. Uh so were well-fetted We we ended up at this uh, hotel Called The Outrigger Which yeah. was fantastic Right on oh, the beach I'm glad to it hear that Beautiful Glad to hear uh, that You look at the door Which always is a lie uh, Which has the thing on the back That says This room rents for It's a lie Always yeah. a lie yeah. It said between 500 and $1,500 Wow it's a pretty big lie, but it's still yeah. reasonable. And it was, uh, and and here was the other nice thing when we got there because we rented, was, uh, we said we want like a king bed. We're gonna have a king bed, yes, because that was what we we got Sure, one. we get there and they say like you'll we take no other royalty. We we don't have the king bed. Oh, oh, we don't have the king bed. Uh, we've got two, uh, we've got two doubles. Oh dear. So you know we're back in that situation, yeah. but it's a beautiful room, so we're gonna yeah. be okay. Mm. So, uh, but the, the room's not ready for two hours. Go do go do some stuff. Yeah. So we went do some stuff. Come back. And we go okay. So uh, and we mentioned again that we originally asked for uh, king bed, and she goes, "Oh, well, we can king the bed." And I went, "King the bed." I've never heard the expression <laughs> king
0: the bed." They just put a crown on it. Yep. Like in uh, what do you think kinging the bed involves? Well, in my mind, it's a huge onerous task where they like dismantle the double beds that are in the room, uh-huh. take the mattresses out, okay. but they can't go through the. The doorway because they're too big, so they have to lower them from the balcony. All right, using ropes sure. and a series of hoists right. down, be- down below, down mm-hmm. below, as well as like the bedsteads and the sure, frame sure, and whatnot, sure, sure. all down below. Okay, and they just sort of lower them right. into like a truck. Okay, drives to a store. Sure, purchases the king size bed. Uh huh. Drives back to the hotel. Right. Reverse. Hoisting this thing back up, uh-huh. especially it's the king size bed. Right. Have you ever tried to move?
1: I, actually, it's not a, reverse hoisting because you can only hoist upwards. You can't hoist down.
0: Oh, I see. Just drop it down using a hoist. That would be correct. Yes, but is hoisting that, is going so, up. Sorry, you, you start with a Yes. and then when you come back. They hoist it back up. That's right. Install the queen, king size bed. Sure. Which I just made a mistake there. They actually put a queen size bed, and they had to redo it all oh before you guys. That's why you had to wait. Oh, we'll break hours. it down. What happened then? Well, they had to like. <laughs> <laughs> Dehoist it. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to the store. Right. Get a king size bed this time. Hey, uh, just, uh, just a
1: question to our audience. Sure.
0: You've got all the time in the world, right? Oops. <laughs> so. You're immortal. You can listen <laughs> to this kind of shit, right? You've got nothing better to do. Drive it back to the hotel. <laughs> okay. Rehoist it. Sure. Install a king size bed. Right. There you go. Bob's your uncle, or in my case, my father.
1: Bob was uh, my uncle actually mm, uncle okay. Bob here's what here's what they do they uh you got two gentlemen who come in they just push the they, beds together <laughs> they do basically yeah they take the they take the end table that's in between yeah move that to the side yeah. put the beds together that's not enough though no. they they have this filler piece that they put in that okay. goes in the goes in the middle yeah. they fill that in yeah. but then it's a series of straps ah. that go around the beds yeah uh, holding them together tight makes sense and uh, it's amazing the process and then you end up with a bed that's ridiculously big
0: and they have sheets for this yes or do they just have like for, no, 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 no 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 no, it's one big long it's
1: one big sheet one like big fitted sheet it. they've got it it's there it's 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 not the size of a king it's like the size of a king and a queen together it's just insane like, you can roll on the bed till you're nauseous. Yeah. Just go to the other side. It's so big. Like, we took videos of it. Yeah. And just we're walking along <laughs> the insane That's the only of way
0: it. you can show. It. You can't take a picture and yeah. show it. I have to have a video of I it. I
1: tried to wake up Pia. I tried to call her, and I was like, she's in a different time zone. I can't reach her. I can't <laughs> she, afford this.
0: She was in Oahu.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: So, uh, uh, so, here's my one this is, it sounds great, but the reality is terrible. How so? Because you have to fold that fitted sheet. Have you ever tried to fold a fitted sheet? It is not easy. You so. mean
1: I have to do it?
0: Well, someone has to. Someone has to. Well, you don't care about that part of it. Not my problem. Fuck them.
1: No, that's their job. You're,
0: o- you're okay with all the dehoisters and everything else I'm going not on. getting them to write yeah, jokes. Yeah, I understand. And they're not getting me to <laughs> fold sheets. We've just got our <laughs> life path. That's true. That's true. And they're probably expert at it. They probably have a fitted sheet folder. They knew what they were doing. They took the job with with full. They got awareness. it done. Yeah. It was amazing.
1: Yeah. We watched it, yeah. and and it was an amazing process. It was it, it was it was really something. So did they have like
0: a video feed that you you watched in the bar. No, we watched it live. Oh, you watched it live. Okay.
1: Yeah, because hmm. we also had to tip. Because after that, it's oh, like we're yeah. just watching a Cirque du Soleil performance. You have to pay, you have to tip. So afterwards. much did you tip? A thousand bucks. Uh, Canadian, yes. And they went like, "Thanks, we'll buy ourselves a malted." <laughs> and off they went. <laughs> Um, Our money ain't um, good there. What? Our money ain't good there. Is that
0: right? Well, it's too far away. It went, like, it's like trying to spend your Canadian dollars yeah, like, money past is, Bellingham. It doesn't
1: work too far away.
0: Well, it's it's true, though. Like If you go down to the States, if you're in Blaine, yeah. they love your money. If you go to Bellingham, they're okay with it. Yeah, It's acceptable. Seattle, fuck you. That's right. Yeah, I remember I was,
1: I was t- I tried to spend it there and was told Canadian money ain't too cool. <laughs>
0: it's not what and we I want went, to I see. Agree, I agree with you. So anyway, uh, the Hawaiian, <laughs> well, I think it's cool. The Hawaiian but...
1: situation. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were right on the beach. Yeah, so, great. from that point on, for the last
0: couple of days. How long did you stay in, in the dump?
1: We stayed at the dump for three days okay. and we stayed in the nice place for four days. Oh, nice. And every every day we would uh, get up and just go outside You'd and just t- jump in
0: the sea. Take a half hour walk to get off the bed.
1: Yeah, that was the longest walk. It was a shorter <laughs> distance to the sea than it was from off the bed. Yeah. And then just jump in the ocean. That's and nice. uh, it was so nice. And it was cold enough. It wasn't just cold. But it was, it was a little bit brisk, but it wasn't cold. Yeah. But uh, it was fun then turning and watching people come into the water. And there was always like one partner who would be like on board with it and one who was not. And the other one was negotiating, like, you've got to come in the water. We came to Hawaii. Yeah. have got to come in the water. Yeah. And I'm doing this without an Australian accent, though it was always an Australian accent.
0: Are they afraid of sharks?
1: No, they, would, no, they're not scared of sharks. They're scared of the cold. They can't stand oh, the yeah. cold.
0: Yeah. I work with an Australian guy and he, he does not enjoy our weather. No, well they, well, this he was is He bundled cool. up like a, like a, like a little Eskimo. Oh, they were so cold. Mm-hmm. Australians.
1: First of all, there was more Australians than I think there were in Australia, mm-hmm. and two, uh, <laughs> they were all so so cold. Yeah. Through the whole, through the whole thing. Even yeah. though it's blazing hot.
0: You wonder why they travel. They complain so much about it, about everything.
1: And here's a weird thing too. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I are. Uh, she's looking for a bathing suit, trying to get like a second bathing suit. Yeah. And so we go to this mall, and we go to a shop in the mall. Uh, that she likes. Is to it
0: mall. mall? Was it the Mall of the Americas?
1: It was not. Was it I a
0: had... ma- Was the mall in the Americas?
1: It was in on America. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we we actually traveled quite a distance to get to this mall because yeah. it's like a store that she likes. So we went in and uh, and uh, she's gotten bathing suits and stuff from there before. And we asked for like a bathing suit, and they go like, "Oh yeah, it's out of season." You might be able to find some in the bin. There's a bin. Might look through <laughs> that. Bin. And it was like, "What do you mean out of season? All right. Out of season? Yeah, you're isn't Hawaii. It all, yeah, isn't it
0: all season? We, long? Went, we had
1: just come from the beach that was full. Yeah, out of season. Mm. It's not. There's no out of season.
0: Apparently there is. Yeah.
1: So we looked in the in this mall and it was a little disappointing and it was not great and it was this that, and the other. And then finally we we, we it, like the next day we went to the we were in the hotel passed by like the kind of a gift shop type. Thing. Sure, they, they would had have that bathing stuff. suits in yeah, there. Yeah, of course. Perfect. Yeah. Beautiful! Amazing! It was perfect. We had no reason to have left. She
0: could have saved yourself two hours of traveling.
1: Right. So, a uh, lot of swim, swim. Uh, Gee whiz. Also, uh, Pia, Pia went out, my wife Pia, uh, went out and uh, she, was, she was looking to learn how to paddleboard. Yep. Uh, we, we talked to the resort, uh, 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 the, the staff that are there. they like, oh, we'd like to get some paddleboard lessons, if yep. you know of any of that. Oh, we... <laughs> Dave, if you don't want to know my story that's fine but this is quite rude the uh, yeah go, on, go Setting off the alarm okay so uh, she she wants to get these uh, paddleboard yep. so I uh, asked about that and a guy goes oh well we got this thing where you uh, you go out and you uh, you swim with turtles you swim with dolphins yep humpback whale watching, and then they do paddle boarding, and this was all the things she wanted to do. So, well, that's fantastic. Great. We're going to we're gonna do that. And it was a, for a very reasonable price. Well, then someone uh, over here uh, next to us goes, oh, or you can just do that for $4 out of pocket. It's like, oh, well, what's, so what's that all about? And it's like, well, you know, here's the thing. It's like, you know, uh, there's an opportunity for you to, you know, it's $4 out of pocket, and it's like, opportunity. It was, like, it yeah, was vague, getting, and it was like, vague. what are you talking about? And Have to join
0: Amway for this?
1: uh basically yeah mm. so uh we we realized like looking at each other oh is this a timeshare i was like yeah uh, yeah so yeah all you have to do is and it was it was just leading us around the mulberry oh bush oh my to, gosh yeah those it was guys like, are
0: really good at but they do
1: right so we said no mm-hmm. but then she ca- came at us like twice more with it to sure. the point where i was getting angry at this mm-hmm. it was like no and no <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to spend two hours sitting in a room yeah. looking at a timeshare. Yeah, and like I understand this is your job and you're told to do this, but we just want to pay money for services <laughs> over here. So yeah, and then I kind of got the business because Pia wanted to go and I was not into going, and they were like, "Oh, you should go too. You should go too." Oh, no you were the Australian uh, sending uh, the edge of the water. Well, okay, Pia's feelings about the cockroach. Because she has grown up in New Jersey and yeah. that kind of thing. And so, so cockroaches. Used to them. Yeah. Once you see a cockroach, you know you've got a thousand cockroaches and your life's over. Yeah. So, a cockroach symbolizes horrible things to her yeah. and to her sister. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, the, 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 the horror that she gets when she sees a cockroach
0: you feel what turtles. I feel about the sea. Oh, yeah. really?
1: Because it's full of things that want to uh, eat you. Uh, uh yeah. your best case scenario
0: You know what the earth is full of things that want to eat you
1: Right but I'm not directly there and also I I've, I've got more freedom of movement and yeah. access to oxygen
0: uh <laughs> there It's yeah. like
1: it's like what I say about the sea which is like everything in the sea given the opportunity would eat you with the mm-hmm. exception of the dolphin which wants to molest you And that's oh. your best friend is the molester of the <laughs> sea That's your best friend That's wow. your best option So the
0: sea is like a analogy for Hollywood Oh mm. <laughs>
1: Not all manatees. So, uh, <laughs> oh. but she didn't get to go to do that, and that was fantastic. Mm. She didn't get to paddleboard because it was too windy, but swam, saw the dolphins, went under, nice. uh, turtles, there you go, cool. humpback, saw the hump on the humpback, nice. boom, ah. and then the next day we went to Hanuma Bay, and I did uh, swim in the sea, which I was nervous about, near the reefs, and mm. saw all the things, but I did not see an eel, which is the thing that I'm the most terrified of, which was good.
0: What What are you most terrified of, sorry? Uh, eels. Why are you terrified of eels? Because eels, yeah, uh,
1: are electric.
0: Some are, mm-hmm. but not not
1: the ones there. Uh, sharks, uh, I don't think will bother you. There's not they're not going to bother you for the most yeah. part. Okay, yeah. a shark minds its own business, gets its own shit done. An octopus, it's smart. It it knows not to fuck around with you. Yeah, an eel. Feels like it gets startled easily and will bite you. Oh, okay. And also, it's always like hiding in a little hole, so you sure. never know where it's where it's at. They're
0: just creeping around, and it
1: can just come out and like you know, you put your hand too close to something, and now you're a threat. Yeah. You never know where the damn things are, yeah. and they're giant and snaky and and creepy.
0: Have you thought of swimming in a suit of chainmail? I have not thought that of that. That would make you uh, either very heavy or covered with a lot of luck, depending on what kind of chainmail you use.
1: Oh, because it's like a chain letter. That would be bad luck, right? It's all chain letter bad, or it's chain letter good luck.
0: It's good luck if you chain if you make a chain of it.
1: Okay, and that leads us to uh, since I'm on basically the last day there with Hanuma Bay and my uh, boring yeah. Hawaii story. Uh, Did you say boring Hawaii? Story? Oh, so boring. I'm so I'm being so boring. I'm, uh, I'm
0: finding finding but, it very but interesting. But here's
1: the lovely thing about the beach. Firstly, yeah. it is a gorgeous, gorgeous beach, Hanuma Bay. It's a nature preserve. Okay. Uh, they play a video beforehand, which you know is all about "Don't touch the reef because you kill the reef," but they do it basically to a knockoff of Under the Sea. So you have Under the Sea then in your head while you're swimming for forever. Is that from uh, Little, little Nemo? Mermaid, yeah.
0: Little, sorry, I meant to say Little Mermaid. Yeah, is it Little
1: Little Nemo uh, in Slumberland. This little, <laughs>
0: little Mermaid and Slumberland. Uh,
1: the cool thing about the beach, uh yes. it's it's got uh, roosters on it. It's got, and the roosters are there to kill the caterpillars. Because the caterpillars eat the plants. Okay. And so they need to control the caterpillars, so they control them with roosters. Yeah. But for some reason, that didn't work well, so they got mongoose as well. So there's mongoose also on the beach.
0: So are the mongooses controlling the roosters, or are they controlling the caterpillars?
1: Lord knows. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. But the roosters all... They bring
0: in snakes to eat the caterpillars. Yeah. The
1: roosters weren't really present down below. The roosters were present when we went up the stairs. Okay. Then there was a lot of roosters, Uh uh, and also some feral cats uh and but the roosters were really cool and very colorful and beautiful yeah. and so hey man i'm going to start chick talk today by saying i saw some roosters oh nice and i talked to the roosters what did you
0: say to the roosters i said
1: to the roosters hey i'm going to make you part of this chick talk segment <laughs> on the show and i said pia take a picture of me take a picture of me yeah and so that went yeah. on our facebook page oh
0: nice yep nice and you, did you see the picture of me? I did see the picture. The of picture? You know, I, I liked uh, one of one of our listeners commented. Uh, I thought it was quite funny.
1: Oh, that I wouldn't go see your. we see
0: you go go visit uh, Queenie and Noisy, but you'd gesture at some shit. Well, chickens.
1: now let's transition into official Chick Talk. Okay. So let's do the let's do the thing.
0: Okay, here we go. Chick Talk.
1: Here's why I won't go see your chickens. Because they attacked your wife. This week. Oh, well, it wasn't an
0: attack. It was an. It I'm was sorry. Did a, it I not see a picture? You did see it. You of, did uh, see a picture. You Lisa's hand. Yeah, she had a scratch on her wrist. It was split
1: from end to end. <laughs> it was, the yeah. bone exposed. Yes. We had a, uh The lens covered in it blood. Turns
0: out that uh, uh, Noisy's uh, is a blood joined a gang. Right. And uh, carries a Blade. And,
1: Queen, and Queenie is a. Is a Queenie's
0: just. Uh, she's like a mall. She's just, you know, there. She kind of. I don't know what they call it. Queenie's them the a crip, right? Queenie, queenie, Queenie is a cripple. Okay, yeah, pretty much. You can't lift your head up. That's pretty much. Yep. what it means the definition. Yep. Uh, no, what happened was Lisa was because I, I'm gonna put a picture up because I actually put like the roof on and everything. I finished. I've essentially finished the the chicken run, like their little okay. their little enclosure. I need to put shingles on top of it, but that will come. But um, the uh. The thing was when I, when I built it, I built it like to like other people, how other people did it. And they would like elevate the chicken coop in the air because that's safer for the chicken to be off the ground. And so, and then, so it's up in the air and then you incorporate the coop into your, into your box, your enclosure. And so I do that. And so it's raised up off the ground. And so it, the, 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 I don't want to call it the walkway up to the door, the gangplank up to the sure. door is, is the fashion was, runway. It's pretty steep. Yeah. The fashion runway is quite steep. So it's, Uh, Noisy can can walk up it But she complains the whole time That she's walking up She makes a big fuss She's very noisy And she's very fussy So she's fussing all the way up Complaining bitterly About the fact that Now it used to be less steep Now it's steeper Ugh And she walks up And she flaps her wings Stuff like that So Lisa This is a mistake This is Lisa's mistake Not Noisy's mistake Lisa was We're blaming the victim here Yeah Lisa Instead of putting Noisy on Like near the bottom of the ramp And letting her walk up She wants She lifts her up And then puts Mm -hmm. her up near the top well, she was doing that, Noisy flapped her wings, and she she kind of, like, escaped, and as she was escaping, her 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 claw, or her, her talon, I guess I should say, yeah. scratched Lisa on, on her oh, wrist. Oh, I'm sorry. But it wasn't, like, Noisy didn't attack, it was just a case of, you know, let Noisy be Noisy. Right. And, it's a
1: pretty impressive wound,
0: though. Uh, it, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad, yeah.
1: Did uh, Lisa go to the hospital? She lost her hand. Did she? Yeah. Well, that's, you know... It's very careless. It's, yeah, really. I was
0: kind of upset with her. Okay. You know, of all the things to lose... You know, it's right in front of your eyes most of the time. Like, how could you even notice it wasn't missing for right. so long? And she knows, anyway. it, like, the back of her hand. <laughs> she should. And yeah, and then when well, we went, we went to lost and found, and she couldn't recognize it. And exactly, that's what I said at the time.
1: Do you know where she should have gone?
0: Secondhand mm. store. That is a very good idea. There's plenty of those in Aldergrove. Mm-hmm. We should have gone there. What were we thinking? Stupid. But uh, yeah, so the 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 coop is com- or the coop has been completed for a while, but the 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 enclosure is completed has a gate, it has a little latch. I put a string to like pull the door up for the coop so you don't have to go inside. You can just pull the, oh, okay. theoretically, pull the, the door up.
1: It's not a string that they can ring the bell and then you come out and bring them food. No, no, no. You're they're, not they're, the, the chicken's butler. They're
0: not they're, they're not. swans. Have you ever seen that? The swans? There's a swans, that, it's a church in England, I think, and, and there's swans that have been trained through to generations take, take to ring a bell. Oh, okay. <laughs> to ring a bell to get food. Oh. And they'll, they'll they'll swim up to the, or glide up to the bell, and they'll ring it, and then they'll get some food. I like the idea of a,
1: of a swan taking confession. Yeah? And you just, like, tell the swan your well, sins, and then yeah. if it's a real bad sin, it just pecks you for a while until uh, that's that's your penance. It
0: goes out sort of grayish, and it comes out white, white as a swan. Oh, that's interesting. Nice. Then
1: you find out this is just an ugly duck. <laughs> this is an
0: ugly duckling. This whole time. So um, the problem is, is if you open the door... To the, if you just like, I'm just going to open the door and let them go out. Well, one thing, Noisy is still protesting this, this elevated gangplank mm, thing situation. She does not world. like it.
1: She's nostalgic. And then
0: Queenie, because her mo- mode of transportation is to tuck her head down and then walk backwards, tends to walk backwards out of the coop and fall to the ground okay. like a big dummy. So it's, we really can't like, use it to its full capacity yet. I think, I think when, when, they, when they're gone... Which is kind of kind of inevitable, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, but there you go. You know, I'd like to get actual chickens that lay eggs. A couple of those, and then I think they would like dig the whole situation. Yeah. How long do chickens usually live? Well, you know, the the kind of chicken that noisy is uh, usually about six months. And then they get killed.
1: Right, but in if if, and then, uh, if I if don't not really killed. I don't
0: really know. I don't I don't know how long chickens live for. Um, my feeling so far. What if it was
1: like parrots and it's like a hundred years?
0: Well, that yeah, that my feeling so far is too long, and so that would really, really be too long. Like that would just, I don't know, I don't think I could. I'm gonna
1: bet. I'm gonna bet it's uh, just a couple of years. Like I'm gonna bet it's a couple of years. Now, here's here's my question to you. Sorry, branching out of TikTok. Oh, TikTok's over now. Uh, Do you have any more TikTok to talk? Uh,
0: just want to say one thing about uh, Queenie, which is Queenie is actually. Like holding her head up a lot more. She's oh, actually, good, good, She's getting better. Like I don't. don't Hold your can, head up, Queenie. Yeah, keep that head up. Keep and that she's head still, up, Queenie. And now that she's no longer standing, like we haven't had rain for a few days, we've had right. actually quite a nice weather for this part of the winter. It's been cold but clear. Uh, is that she? Um, She's not standing in the rain, so it's not getting her her mm. head soaking wet and then forcing her head down. So she's I'm hoping she'll do better with the with the cover now.
1: I would like to see it. I know we haven't done T-shirts for a while. I'd like to see a T-shirt saying "Hold your head up, Queenie," or "Keep your head up, Queenie." <laughs> hold your head. Hold keep your head high. Up, keep your head. Hold up, your head high. Hi. Queenie, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's my question about birds. Okay. Birds, and uh, we have some uh, veterinarians out there, okay. and perhaps you will be able to answer this question. Yeah,
0: please do if you can.
1: Why?
0: This is the question.
1: Why? Once this again, is my it's question. the beginning of the question. Uh, why do parrots live so damn long hmm. when other birds don't? What's uh, What's in a parrot? That makes it basically immortal. I, I know
0: that. I, I know the answer to that right away. All right. Well, parrots. And you didn't know this. You may not know this because your question. But parrots are actually a curse put on a person. And so this unbearable, you know, I call it a load. I guess this unbearable weight, this unbearable burden. That's mm-hmm. the word. I'm like this unbearable burden lasts their whole life. So that's, that's why and parrots. beyond and beyond because parrots live longer some, than people. It depends. It depends. But yeah, it could pass on like, depending how. The curse works. It could pass on to the family after yeah. the person's gone. I
1: just wonder, like, yeah, you got parrots and you got tortoises. Mm-hmm. And those two guys, yeah. those two, mm-hmm. seem to, you know, they're related closely to other animals that live reasonable amounts of time. Yeah, Like a, t- a turtle doesn't live a, a, a huge amount of time, but a tortoise can live 150 years. What's, what's
0: happened? Well, I always imagine with t- turtles or tortoises that live that long, is because their metabolism is so slow that they're, they're ageless. But a parrot parrot does not fall under that rule. But once again, the parrot is a curse. Mm. And so it has to live that long. Otherwise, it makes no sense. You can't curse someone, and then five years later, the curse is gone. That's not how curses should work. You would work.
1: also think, like, man, that parrot would, like, learn a lot of stuff in that amount of time. Like, boy. Yeah. Thrill, it, you know, it's a lot of yeah.
0: stuff to repeat. I guess, is it really learning? Is this mimicking, right? You know what? Let's ask our veterinarian friends. Once again, let's ask our Are, are parrots actually learning? Like, if you had a parrot for 100 years, near the end of its 100-year life, would it be, like, making eggs for you in the morning?
1: Oh, that'd be gross, like
0: from its own eggs? No, just get gets eggs in the fridge, and cooks them up for you.
1: Seems it, like a bad thing to make a, a parrot do. Spatula you might as well get it to make a chicken before you roast a chicken. Holding a spatula with its little feet? I think
0: that would be cute. Look, let's just have some waffles. Make it
1: make some waffles.
0: <laughs> this seems like a lot of work. Or a peanut butter Have sandwich. you made waffles? Yes. That's a lot of work making waffles. you got to like separate the egg into two things and you beat, it, fluff up the whites and then you have to beat the yolk and then combine them. At least that's a recipe I use. All right, like you're working
1: work. too hard on these wa- on
0: these waffles. Oh, do you just do you just use a powder like a You can powder? use a
1: premade mix, or you can just make. A, it's not hard to make a waffle. No,
0: it is to make a nice fluffy waffle. You need to do some work.
1: Oh, you like a fluff in your waffle? Yeah, huh? I like a little fluff. Johnny Fluffle <laughs> Waffle. Sure. Huh? Yeah, that's right. You know how everyone likes fluffy waffles?
0: <laughs> I like that's a little, thing. Yeah, I like a waffle that has a little bit of air in it. Like you know, it's like a Belgian waffle. Be like, like f- an Aryan f- waffle? I like, I like an Aryan waffle. That's right. Has a little, little little jet of hair at you the know top. What you know where
1: you'd like? You'd like uh, Earth X, because that's a Nazi Earth. That's okay. They have the most Aryan waffles we've ever seen. Is a Nazi Earth 10. Oh, no, I don't think it's Earth 10. Mm. Oh, sorry. There's one aspect to that show that I didn't like where they went like, uh, you got 52, there's 52 universes, right? Yeah. Uh, multiverses. And then they said, there's another one, though, 53rd one, but mm. it's so bad we don't talk about it. Oh, really? And then we're like, well, then there's, uh, shut up. Shut up that there's like 53. There's 52. There's
0: 50, actually 54, but that one's so boring we don't pay attention to it. Yeah. So dumb. Uh, And 56 we're too
1: lazy to talk about. It's (laughs) like, well, you haven't even gone through all your urts. Make one of them a Nazi 55,
0: a bunch of jerks. Can't stand that place. Yeah. Idiots. What do those guys guys do there? They rate superhero comics. Can't stand them.
1: I've been spending a lot of time killing Nazis in the Wolfenstein game. It's Mm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah the new and the, there's some new levels to it now it's uh, a okay. very uh a lot of, it's a lot of subtext uh the, it's a crazy ass game mm. I'm gonna spoil a little bit of something sure, I just spoiler. had my head cut off. you had your head cut off I was publicly executed I was publicly executed, <laughs> was publicly executed okay. in the game I'm sorry, I'm wow. spoiling the scene, but it's a hell yeah. of a scene yeah where they catch me mm. and uh and I'm put on trial yep, and then i uh, I break out. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna spoil a section of the game. Sure so listen, game. if you want to not be spoiled, yeah. go ahead. Five minutes. I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you part of this game. Yeah. So I'm. I'm on trial, and he's like, "You have killed all these Nazis. Bad on you." Yeah. Uh, so there you go. And then I'm like, I'm all chained up, but I break the chains. Ooh. And I grab a gun. Yeah. And I shoot the judge, and I shoot everyone around me, and yeah. I shoot all the. Yeah. And I'm shooting and shooting and shooting and do all this shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and I shoot the way out of everything, and then I, I was just. Screaming. And I'm oh. back, and I'm back on trial. Oh. And then they take me outside, yeah. and uh, there's a bunch of people out there. And this uh, woman cuts my head off. Like I'm lying back, wow. and just cuts 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 my head off. Indeed. My head falls, yeah, falls. It's falling to a fire pit, yeah, and uh, falls in the fire pit. But here's what happened. So my head gets cut off and it yeah. falls, it falls, sure. but a little robot comes and it catches my head. Oh. And then it throws another head in there that's a that's a fake head. A fake the fake head, <laughs> head falls. Yeah. And they take my head and they sure. run it
0: to a body they've got. So he just drew some eyes on a basketball and threw that down into.
1: Basically, yeah. yeah, and then they run it they, they run the head to uh, another body they've got and they sew it on yeah. using technology. And yeah. now I have got a new body and we uh, well, we'll Dr. Continue.
0: Wolfenstein, a well, well-known uh, inventor of But the uh, creature. I
1: have never in a game had my head cut off. Yeah. It's a weird experience in a first person situation. <laughs> yeah. Sounds
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: But then uh, you're really fine with like shooting everything after that because,
0: like, hey, they cut my head off. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about these jerks. So, so you're killing Nazis. Yep. They capture you. Yep. And then they put you on trial.
1: There's a, there's a Why si- would they
0: put you on trial? Wouldn't they just kill you right away? Oh,
1: because I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a. Kind of public uh, figure in that uh, people know how many Nazis I've killed. Oh. So they're making a big scene out of, okay. he is oh. worthless and weak, and you thought that he was a uh, good, good, he's not, look, cut his head off, he's uh, got him. Okay. That's it. Mm. And there's a scene as well where uh, I'm, because I'm so sort of famous, yeah. Hitler is making propaganda movies about me. Yes. Uh, and, and I auditioned for the role of myself. Okay. But Hitler's gotten senile and he's like throwing up and peeing on the floor Oof. and all this other stuff. Yeah. And there's uh, shooting actors where he doesn't like the performance. So there's a whole Don't scene where I've got to read, read these lines yeah. and get them right mm. or I get shot by Hitler. And then I'm acting out a scene uh, where I'm playing myself and uh, it's it's quite interesting. at that point, Hitler is passed out and uh, and I get to shoot up the room. Oh, it's fun.
0: <laughs> Glad you're enjoying it. Yeah.
1: And then I mm. take a little break from that and I go and I'll play a little uh, Mario Odyssey. And yeah. I get to be one of the fun, on a, funnest things. Are you on a boat? You're, oh, I'll tell you what Doing I like. The oh, they're, they're and, uh... the space boat. Your space boat. Oh, the space boat. But here's one of the scenes because uh, Mario can possess things now. Yep. You're a frog okay. on the
0: moon. Okay.
1: So you get to jump really high. Oh, neat! Because you're a frog on the moon, and you're just like landing really like softly, and like, oh, it's very relaxing being a frog on the moon. I recommend it. Good, good times. <laughs> it's fun. it's not as good as swimming in the ocean in Hawaii, mm-hmm. but if you don't have that as an option, being a frog on the moon is pretty relaxing.
0: Interesting. Yep. You're mentioning actors made me think, kind of in a sort of a bring us back to the near the beginning of the show. Sure, sure. sure. Which is in Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where, so there's, good. where there's actors performing. Yes. Did you, do you know who the actors are?
1: I know one of the actors, yes. Oh. Oh, yes, I knew both of the actors now okay. that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Should we was... say or are we uh, send... No, we'd have to give it away. All right, but let's. Something, if you're watching the film,
0: pay attention. Let's to just that. say
1: this. It's pretty good. Pretty good fun mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, a lot of fun. And now that director, uh, what's, it, what's his name?
0: Uh, Taika Waititi.
1: Has been offered a Star Wars movie.
0: Really? Which uh, one?
1: One of the upcoming ones that are not named. So oh, it's just okay. like a Star Wars mm. movie. Okay, I thought
0: he's been offered. You
1: know he's been offered *Empire Strikes Back*. Here's what, <laughs> they say I'm you can go back
0: him. and you can change any element you want. Oh, hopefully he says no element. Uh, but here's what I'm hoping: he's going to do
1: the voice of the Wampa or whatever that thing is that like was uh, hanging Luke Skywalker up in the cave. Yeah, that it wasn't, guy. It wasn't
0: a Wampa, but oh, what's a Wampa? Isn't that what they ride? Could have been a
1: could have been a wampa. What's the what's the creature that uh, gets his arm cut off?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's Yet- going to voice yeti. him
1: with that nice little uh, New Zealand accent. I think it's It'll
0: yeti. be uh, great. Yeah. Oh, hello everyone. Uh, I would be. Right. I, I think it'd be great if he did a Obi Wan Kenobi movie. Yeah, with um the actor who should play the role, which is obvious. Everyone everyone knows who it should be. Yeah, uh, quite a popular actor. And I think Parker, that uh, what's, it, what's He's already his... played the role. I think he did a very good job at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, some uh, terrible Sean, movies. Sean Cassidy. <laughs> Leif Garrett. Well,
1: what it should be, it should yes. be because, like, uh, first of all, you got to explain why he aged so terribly in 20 years mm-hmm. uh, to turn into Alec Guinness from Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Uh, but he's got to be spending most of his time in the cave with uh, uh, Liam Neeson's ghost. And it's the two of them having oh. kind of their uh, odd couple situation, where like <laughs> you gotta live with the ghost, and the ghost my is just the, the force to move all my, the stuff around. My partner, the ghost. That would be giving him no privacy. Mm. I'm just like, ugh, this is aging me terribly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So you
1: think when he calls the uh, the Tuscan Raiders uh, sand people, that's a racial slur?
0: <laughs> they're made of sand. That's why they have to wear those wraps. They fall apart if they if they're taken out of that.
1: What if uh, they took off the wraps and they were just beautiful ladies underneath?
0: <laughs> that would be pretty surprising.
1: Pretty great. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. And you went like I mean, yeah, you it would be what? great.
1: Why can't women be Tuscan razor? Uh, well,
0: why not? Why not? Yeah. Why can't they? And be? they
1: shave with Tuscan razors.
0: <laughs> why can't Why can't they shave with Tuscan razors? Why couldn't they? Why not? Why aren't they a big fan of the Tuscan Oakland Raiders?
1: One, uh, this is my dumb little fanfic yep. thing that I would like to do. Okay. It's like, I'd like to have the Jawas. There's only
0: fun. one dumb fan, fan thing you'd like to do?
1: No. Well, all the other things are things that I might actually be able to sell later, okay. so I'm not okay. going to bring those up. Okay. Uh, but the only one that I'm going to reveal, because I'll never do it, mm-hmm. is uh, the idea of the Jawas dressing completely differently uh, than they do in the movies, but yep. then they uh, they become big fans of Obi-Wan and love his outfit. Okay. Like, that guy's fashionable. Yeah. We should all wear those kind of robes. Mm. So they all start wearing the robes just to be cool like Obi-Wan. Yeah. But, but don't, still you, think, don't you think the think clothes that they cool.
0: wear in the film are just, they're they're practical to the environment they live in.
1: I don't know what they look like because they're weirdos with the I, glowing eyes. And I don't know what yeah, bodies, what their bodies But I'm just talking about are.
0: like, I'm talking about everyone. Like Luke would wear one of those when he's out doing his moisture farming. He would wear one of those he would things. He wear be, a robe? Yeah, because it would protect him from the sand. Why does, the sand no, one else, like
1: why does no one else wear a robe then? Those are the people it's wearing on robes.
0: On? It's just that they're in, not in situations where they're wearing robes. But other people would wear robes. Robes would be a common thing. The whole idea that robes are only worn by Jedi is stupid. Mm. It's a stupid thing that was brought in stupidly <laughs> in the later dumb movies. It's stupid. <laughs> makes no sense. Like They could just wear whatever the fuck they want.
1: Sounds like someone wants to run a Star Wars movie.
0: I don't want to run a Star Wars movie. I just like to run a couple in the ground. Mm. Deep into the ground.
1: Fair enough. Well, you've said a lot of controversial things on I have not show. said anything
0: controversial. I think that lots of people would listen to that and say, you know what, Dave, you're right. Those movies are dumb. Get rid of them. All right. Get rid of stuff like this 20 years between him putting himself into a jar and then coming out of it 20 years later and looking like an old old man. Like, you don't need that stuff. Like, why is that there? Like, dumb. Stupid. Get it out. Get rid of it. Those movies should just be, like, put into a—they should be dropped down into a hole. Put them in Wolfenstein's deep pit.
1: Here's one thing I would do, and this would be, like, a fanfic thing I would do. Yeah. Uh, you know the the lightsabers. Uh, you don't need the, uh, the metal bit. Why they not? can just they can just make it themselves. They're Jedi's. They just said uh, oh. it's you're just like they they do
0: make them though. Isn't that part of the the idea? They of the, create them. Yeah,
1: but anyone can use them. Like uh, Han Solo can pick up a lightsaber, turn it on, yeah, and yeah. whip it around. Uh, I think like they should be. That's part of your Jedi power is you actually eh. make the thing. But it's just no. it, it's just your focus no. point. Nope. No. Okay, Dave's no. wrong.
0: It's not that uh, I'm wrong. It's just that lightsabers are like super cool. They're super cool, and so to change them, I think doesn't. I just doesn't. I don't see the. the I don't see what you gain from that. Here's what you gain because they're so darn Here's cool. Here's what you
1: gain from it. Okay, is uh, the uh, the Jedi
0: mm-hmm. are mystical. Yep.
1: They use the Force. Yep. They can lift things with the Force. Yep. They can sense things with the Force. Yep. They can alter your mind with the Force. Yep. They do all this stuff with the Force. If you're a Dark Jedi, yeah. Uh, a Sith, you can shoot lightning out of your hands. You yep. can do all this Force shit. You can choke a guy. Uh, but then you've got this one thing, which is the lightsaber, which is actually a machine that they use yep. uh, that anyone can use. Well, what the fuck has that got to do with anything? Why, wow. is, it, why, is, it like a, why is there a device that's a, a mechanical device that you build that's what they use that doesn't connect with, you know, that they're basically, they're basically wizards. But like they're a wizard that use an iPhone, you know, uh, that's this uh, technology that anyone can use. That doesn't uh, really connect character-wise.
0: Well, Dave I, I agrees. mean, no, it's not that I, I don't agree. And I, and I feel like when you saw those movies, when you were a young lad, yep. you didn't think about those things. You just thought those are cool. Not only are they cool, they sound cool. Yeah, they were, they were very they're cool. A very cool. They're very well imagined idea. Right. And I don't, I just don't see it. Like, I, I don't think your idea is dumb. I just don't see it, see it necessary in the Star Wars uni- universe. You could do something like that in another context. I think when your main
1: yeah, it just doesn't make or maybe sense. You have
0: one character who could do that. That was something that he has developed. Like not everyone can have that has that force power, but can you could learn it if you want it. But you don't have to. You could just use like a regular lightsaber that you have created for your for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be oop. Oh. What? Can we just take a quick break? I'm just going to run downstairs and grab grab Mare. Oh, sure, sure. Because she's outside in the cold. Okay.
1: You know what? I'm going to do a little uh, show wrap-up while you do that. And then if you have a, an extra thing to say, you have an extra thing to say. That's fine. Yep, that's the way it's going to go. Oh, do you need keys? You need keys. Uh, no, no. All right, fair enough. Hey, everybody. So uh, thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, okay, Dave's gone now. I don't know. Is, is he sounding all right to you? I don't, I don't know. I just, don't, I just don't know. He, uh, I mean, Runaways is good, right? Yeah, it is, right? Anyway, you, you let us know. Uh, if you want to uh, write to us, uh, we're at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. That is our email address. If you want to be on our message boards, why not go to sneakydragon.com? Uh, that's on the uh, World Wide Web. And we've got uh, the episodes are there. You can download them, uh, listen to them whenever you damn well want, and post underneath our message board. So sure, sure, and uh, say uh, you know, and and, and, and go against uh, Dave's controversial opinions on things. <laughs> if you want to go to Twitter, I can't wait to
0: listen to the. Uh, sure, listen to the show later.
1: You can go to you can go to Twitter and you can read yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin complaining about talk shows and whatnot. He's and why, why is he complaining he, about talk shows? He's uh, saying that they're uh, all like uh, trials now, just like they're uh, juries now. Uh, you can why can't, are they juries? Uh, because uh, when people come on, uh, folks like Stephen Colbert uh, grill them, oh. and they're they're not like light uh, places to promote your movie anymore. Mm. They'll come on and go, "How do you feel about Harvey Weinstein?" And like <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, well, yeah. tough shit. That's yeah. what we're talking about now. Uh. Yeah hard cheese man hard cheese <laughs> uh, i guess it
0: is hard cheese but at the same time i mean you're alec
1: baldwin so shut up I mean, just shut up I know alec that you're baldwin. Al- alec baldwin you are alec baldwin though right if you're alec baldwin yeah. you're alec baldwin mm-hmm. so just stop it and also it's stop being f- donald trump cuz you're not it's it, that's run it's course it's hard for him he's the reverse dorian gray i know it's so tough boy when you when you've been really really good looking and have have your life be mm, so good yeah. and then you age yeah life
0: and you age not greatly, you know. You look th- terrible. Yeah, if he was he has a, nice hair, if he was
1: a different person, mm-hmm. that would be fine. Yeah, but you know, a, a different person with that kind of look is fine. Mm. Too bad. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you go to Twitter where it's sne- uh, sneaky dragon, sneaky underscore dragon at sneaky underscore dragon. Go there, uh, and uh, we are also on Tumblr, sneaky and that's it. We're nowhere else except you can go on Instagram and look up uh, David Dedrick or you can look up Bean Boothby and we're on there and you'll see pictures of
0: my Hawaiian I am trip. Terrible at, I'm terrible at all these things.
1: Why are you terrible about that?
0: I just you know You're doing real life things. Don't worry about I it. I do really th- real life thing and I just don't I just don't communicate what I'm doing to people. Yeah, if you and I feel like if you I feel like I'm failing as a social butterfly? M- social no, I'm not feeling as a social butterfly. I'm very very much a social butterfly. Also a little bit of a gadfly.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. uh, thank you so much for people who are suggesting things for Dave to read. Still, oh yes, and uh, we've been getting some nice compliments on past podcasts and Beatles podcasts and whatnot, and we have been uh, reading oh, all that. It. We've been really appreciating it. What's 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 shoot? What's what's shoot sugar uh, shenanigans? What's going on, Dave? Um,
0: well, it's just we have one last thing to talk about. Before oh, we, sorry, before we got we go. one more
1: thing to talk about. So uh, that's all the ways to communicate <laughs> with us. And here's. Uh, stay tuned for the Sneaky Dragon bonus uh, episode. <laughs> bonus episode, uh, and uh, so thanks for listening, and goodbye. to the sneaky dragon bonus episode uh what's up dave what's going bonusy today well
0: this was uh, your real bonus head we had uh, we had a um we had a message from a completely beatles listener okay uh, whose name is channing hi channing and uh do you want me to read it yeah by the way
1: everybody uh who isn't channing stop listening now because this is a private conversation between us and channing
0: so he, he wrote this to me. He said, Dear David. Right, really, DJ. it should be Dear David and Ian. Yeah, but, he but said, it's fine. I just listened to your Completely Beatles podcast about Abbey Road. I appreciated not just the detailed rundown of the songs. Oh, the detailed rundown. But the way you offered context regarding how the Beatles, after the trials of Get Back slash Let It Be, wanted this album to be a powerful closing statement in terms of the music, lyrics, and production. New paragraph. For many years, okay. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band was considered the Beatles' best album. However, since the late 1980s, Revolver has in many instances replaced Sgt. Pepper at the top of the list. Do you think this change was brought on by the release of the CDs in 1987 with the restoration of the British running order with the three songs by John, spurring a re-evaluation by fans and critics? I ask this question because of your assertion that running order is very important when judging Mm. an album. I remember you talking about how critical judgment of Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy is inflated by its excellent running order, causing some to rate it higher than Led Zeppelin 4. In closing, I have enjoyed the entire podcast, and I have posted a positive review of, on iTunes. Thank you for doing that, Channing. Thanks, Channing. I hope you and Ian do another music-related podcast in the future. Ian says... Hey, Channing. <laughs> then he says, in the box, "He says sincerely, Channing." And he says, "P.S. One thing I failed to mention in my review is that Ian absolutely shined on the Beatles movies episode." Oh, and that you! Is true. Oh, you! You shined on all the episodes. I feel better. Shine isn't? on, you crazy diamond. Um, so I just wanted to, to sort of—I just wanted to ask, Because right? I, I was going to write a long email, back, and then I just realized I don't have time to write long emails to people. Mm. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about this. Thing because i feel like it's kind of weird how it how it worked when when sergeant pepper came out it was an absolute cultural you know happening it pretty much like summed up in some mysterious way it just it, get, it took the whole zeitgeist of that time period and and, and embodied it in an album
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was super important to people at that time you know there was like one bad review of the album by some stodgy reviewer in the new york times and even what he did were, he say he didn't. He thought it was weak, which is not wrong. It is a weaker album compared to *Save yeah. Revolver*, but you know, it's it is it is almost like more fluff, like more fluff and more you know more kind of filigree and, and filling than music, you know, it, it, because that's what it was embodying—a time when style was, you know, one over substance. The Summer of Love is like this huge style revolution. It really wasn't like a philosophical revolution, which is why it didn't last very long. It was a style revolution. It was a sense of a burgeoning culture of young youth and, and everything else. And so that album reflected it so well and so absolutely that it just it won the hearts and minds for a long time. But I do feel like that it kind of fell away even before the... Even before the like the end of the seventies, it it had kind of lost its place, and I think Abbey Road uh, s- superseded it uh, for a long time through the seventies. Abbey Road. If you'd ask someone in the seventies what they thought of like as the best Beatles album, it would have been one of the later albums, uh, Abbey Road or the White Album. Rev- there was a kind of brief cultural reconsideration of Sgt. Pepper, and that would have been in the 80s. And there was like a time period where where people were talking about Sgt. Pepper again, because in 1967, it was 20 years ago today. Okay. And that worked so well, because that's like the opening of the album, right? Yeah. And so everyone was very excited to talk about it. The reason that the Revolver won over Sgt. Pepper as like the best Beatles album is because, it's not just my opinion, but I think you could... Factually, make a case that the songs are better on Revolver than they are on Sergeant Pepper, and in terms of like that particular time period for the Beatles, let's say starting with Help, moving into Rubber Soul and into Revolver, then Sergeant Pepper, that it was like the the height of that particular period for them.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask if like uh, what was the, what was their most popular period? Was this?
0: I wouldn't say it's the most. I mean, all that time was popular. I mean, the yeah, whole time. There was just Beatlemania. Like a, yeah, it was, was like, like a big. A it was like a big arc for them, but. But it's just for that particular time period. So if we say be- we separate it from Beatlemania, so we'll separate that period from moving on into Rubber Soul, like from yeah. Help into Rubber Soul and Rubber Soul into Revolver and Revolver into Sgt. Pepper. If we kind of create, take that time period as its own sort of thing and and call Magical Mystery Tour sort of the, the close of that time period, Revolver, in terms of song, in terms of like overall. Sounds and song and everything else on an album. I mean, think about that album. It are, it has already has elements of Sgt. Pepper on it. It has an Indian song. You know, it has. Uh, yeah, they're on their way to it for sure. Yeah, and so all that's and, and then it ends with this fabulous freakout of Tomorrow Never Knows. Okay, which is kind of a precursor to having like this fabulous freakout of A Day in the Life. But just overall, the songs are tighter. They're you know they're more memorable. They just they work a little better than they do. You know, in terms of Sgt. Pepper, we could see that like John was kind of, it's kind of maybe kind of lost the plot a little bit. A lot of his songs feel like they're written just because he needed a song. So you have like... Being for the benefit of Mr. Kite, where he's writing from a poster that was on his wall, he's just kind of regurgitating what was already there.
1: So you look at like how many songs they've written in so, such a mm-hmm. short period of time. Oh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna run into that. Sure, though. you've got sure. to.
0: But also, John was taking a lot of acid, and so his, mm-hmm. his mind was not on the on the job the way that say McCartneys was. So I think that you know when you when you what happens with music is is that it loses its context. So for my generation. For me, growing up as a kid, I loved the Monkees, because I loved their show, which was on on Saturday. It was on, not Saturday, but it was on on weekday afternoons, and I saw it, and I loved it, mm-hmm. and I loved their music. And I didn't judge it like going, oh, they're the prefab four. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't like this, because they're just, they're actors who are made into a band. You know, and they're not really, they're not really playing their instruments. This is not good music. I didn't, that context was gone by the time I saw them, right? And that's what happens to music over time. So what made Sgt. Pepper so important in its time that context is gone now for us. Unless we watch, uh, you know, some sort of documentary that looks back like 30 years ago today or that new one that's out right, right now, uh, or 20 years ago today, or now it's 30 years ago or whatever. Um, unless you watch that, it's, we don't really, we have no context to listen to Sergeant Pepper. It's just music on a record that we, as as people who grew up in, through the 80s, listen to. And we don't. Go listen to it and go. Oh man, this brings back the '67. Oh man, I remember I was a young guy and I all the girls, and you know, and it's so much fun. You know, everywhere you went, everyone was having a great time that, that year. So good. And that was like the. The, uh, you know, like the best summer that was on record for years and years it like, was this sunny the whole time it was so great and that music just brings it all back for me like we don't hear it like that so we're judging it as it is not as it was or how it yeah, felt it's
1: also I mean for you and me at least for me yeah. uh, like almost all the songs on Sgt. Pepper you know did get some play there's like mm-hmm. none of them that you know did yeah, yeah. get play. Yeah. but they would always be in the background of my childhood yeah. but I never listened to them as a full album yeah. you know just yeah. be like this is what's playing at the mall this mm-hmm. is playing at a friend's house this is mm-hmm. playing on the street, that's playing on the radio. Yeah. And then like eventually later when I would listen to them an album form like, oh that song I recognize, that song I recognize, yeah. that song I recognize. But I can't ever listen to it fresh and I can't ever listen to it as like this leads into this leads into this <laughs> leads into this leads into that. Oh, yeah. that was the concept of the whole album. yeah Yeah. Because I it it's denied me because I heard it it's like watching trailers for a movie all my life and then seeing the movie and like, well, I've seen all this movie but sure. in the wrong order yeah. and now you're playing the movie for me. Well, there's no surprises. Mm. It's just, okay, I get it in context. There we go. Well, I had that a little so, bit
0: because I I owned Sgt. Pepper on record before mm-hmm. – or not Sgt. Pepper. I owned Revolver on record. Before I got the, seed, the, the, uh, the new CDs Which were based on the British album right. So the American one was, was missing three songs Three songs by John weren't on there I'm Only okay, Sleeping, so they were fresh. Dr. Robert fresh And my bird, okay. and Your Bird Can Sing were all taken off Of that, that record to be put on another album And so And I always liked Revolver even so Because it was, it was really a great album And it was less than a half an hour So you could put it on a 30 minute cassette like a, Or a 60 minute cassette like perfectly It fit right on one side I thought that was great It's such a great album And so short And so It's just like So to the point But when I heard the CD It was a bit of a revelation To suddenly hear these songs That I'd never Because I didn't own uh, Yesterday Or whatever Today and yesterday Whatever it's called The the Bits and Pieces album That was made up of, Of those songs So I'd never heard Those songs before And so you know, when I listened to that CD, I was just like, "What? Where do these great songs oh, come nice. from? Why were these taken that's off?"
1: That's nice. You get the fresh yeah. So that yeah, was yeah, the, yeah. that was
0: a surprise. But and also in the '90s when Revolver kind of took over, that was like sort of the height of Britpop. When there was like this re- renewed idea of '60s songcraft of short poppy songs, and so Revolver really fit into that into that t- taste. I think that you know a time will come around again when Revolver will fade away from its place at the top and, and another album white album or something else will will take over again or abbey road will come back again and, and be the song of choice i think right now when we're seeing like we're talking about yacht rock a, a couple of shows ago or last show you know as we're seeing a resurgence of interest in 70s uh, aor uh, or mor music you know middle of the road music uh we'll see a resurgence of interest in abbey road because abbey road was such a fo- a foundation of that sound sure. through the 70s and people will come back to that with a renewed appreciation of that, that well, sound.
1: Well, let's ask this to our listener. What do you think is the most significant album, the the most significant Beatles album to you? And oh. then also, I guess, historically. Or you, could, you could give a different context for oh, what you think. That
0: reminds me of one other thing. Oh, please. Which is I'd asked a little while ago for people's favorite Sex Pistols songs just because I've oh, been yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to them. And? and my favorite song, my personal favorite song by the Sex Pistols is EMI. All right. And I love that song because it's so... It's so um, it's so timely, it's so current. Because I, they, I don't know it, but okay. They wrote it after EMI, because they were signed to EMI. And then after the uh, Bill Grundy show where uh, Steve Jones was taunted into calling him, a, I think, a dirty fucker, uh, and there was this huge furor of, of outrage, EMI uh, paid paid them out, just gave them a bunch of money and said, go away. And so they wrote EMI as a song, just talking about the fact that this company wanted to you know use them in order to make <laughs> themselves seem cool but they're way better and you know it's it's a, it's a great song and then it also ends really cool with uh with John Lydon doing this kind of long
1: any other uh any of the songs that uh listeners uh do you remember any songs listeners the that listeners
0: one? liked a lot of i thought it kind of went with i guess the kind of golden oldies God save the queen and Anarchy in the UK and and i think there was someone who liked 17 okay which i think is a okay song but uh yeah so take that person who liked that i'm one. sorry that you know, you can like it i just think it's a bit of a filler song but all right you know it's, it's no bodies or it's no it's no EMI.
1: All right. Well, we do. Uh, I've given you now all the ways to contact us. So let us know what uh, what you think. About yes, that. please, please and write. Thanks in. for listening to our bonus episode <laughs> of Sneaky Dragon. All right. Take care. Bye, bye and, everyone. Uh, bye.
2: Some t-shirts, stupid buddy, choose to man You're being a naughty buyer, you let your face grow long do, 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 I am do, the Eggman I am the Eggman